Welcome to the Bards FM podcast, and this is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to World News with Resistance Chicks. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good afternoon, patriots. And today we have a special edition of Bards mm. FM and on on other live stream channels, which would be Rumble and yeah. where else are you? Uh, we're on the Book of the Face, the oh, Facebook. The Book yeah. of the Face. So we're on uh, CloudHub now, probably, and uh, DLive. Okay, so CloudHub, DLive, and Rumble, the Resistance Chicks are streaming there. And why this is kind of super cool, like mega cool, yeah. is because Bars Nation, you have never been introduced formally to the Resistance Chicks Sunday afternoon world news world program, news program, which is awesome. Yeah. So it's um, and it's a great program, and so I'm very honored to be here right now. Yeah. To be able to work with you guys. Yeah, so I'm excited to be here. You guys, um, one of the things that the Lord laid, us on, laid on our hearts is Michelle and I were covering the news in America, okay? But <laughs> God is moving around the world, and there are strategic positions that both the enemy on uh, is on offense and particularly the church is on offense. So what we've done on Sundays is the Lord has allowed us to cultivate a worldwide audience. And it's um, our biggest show. It's our most important show, in my opinion, because we're covering the United World News is what I'm calling it, because we are all one united. We are all the, the renegades, the outcasts, the rebels. And what, you know, our show was actually really big before covid but after COVID, it's kind of made it so that there's even more of a secret alliance of people who do not comply. It's something like the Death Star versus the you Alliance. Know? And speaking of people who do not comply, there was a one million uh, uh, march for children in Canada while we were at Bards Fest. Really? Yes. That's fantastic. Yes. And it was very interesting. It was actually led by a Muslim mother. Who and the Muslim? There's a huge Muslim population in Canada, and they are fit to be tied of the LGBT nonsense being taught to the kids, and they have joined an alliance with everyone of sanity in Canada. Okay, and they marched and they protest just for one reason: stop teaching our kids that there are more than two genders. Agreed. It would be simple. It's so simple. That it can unite everybody who has a sane bone in their body. But it just so happens that the minority government in Canada, if you don't know how Canada does government, so this we do our, our world news program, and today we're going to do a little bit of a, a deep dive into what's going on in Canada and their uh, progressive agenda to attack children and to take away children's rights. And why children's rights, the progressives in Canada say that children's, children have a right to change their pronouns, to change their gender without telling their parents. 
This is a big deal. This is this is the this is the conversation that is going on in Canada right now. They have Canada has uh, different provinces, like we have states, okay, and these provinces actually have a, more power uh, in Canadian government or more jurisdiction over things than even our states do. Sure. And they have premiers over each province. And so you might have something in Saskatchewan that's not going to be the same in Alberta. And what is uniting a lot of these people across um, Canada right now is they are tired of being told that parents are not an integral part of their child's life. And especially in their 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 child's important decisions on their who they are in essence. And so for the government of, of Canada to say, and you know what, we're just gonna pop this over here. And I think what I'm gonna do is I will let you go ahead. So okay. you, I will let you head I I will bring them up here and you can see if you can find them. We're gonna play a game of hide and go seek. <laughs> All right, so this is what we're doing. So so Vars Vars Nation understands and you can't see this, but we have two laptops on the same desk. Yep. Leah has got her laptop with all her stuff that is tagged and ready to roll and play. And so I'm going to play Hunt and Fish on, on our side as trying to keep up with her. And she plays clips and see if we can catch up. This is going to be really interesting. This, this, will, one, be... this will now test my skill level. Yeah, we'll also uh. test and see if I have... I gotta put up the internet here and my computer. There we go. All right. So, so I just so, gotta read this comment. Go ahead. Okay. okay. So because I said that we were, I said that we were uh, reporting news today. Michelle, do we have power? Yes, I plugged it in. And so, um, as I'm re I'm reporting news today, Neely writes, "Well, it's about time. I haven't heard anything from Bards all week." <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. So, and I just want to push this out here, uh, Bards Nation. Seriously, this is a great program. And again, it's on Rumble and it's on D D. What is D Live. It? D Live. That was that's a little Facebook. hole in the wall live streaming that we had to go to when we got kicked off of all the uh, the cool kid places. Speaking of that, so in Canada, what Trudeau wants to do yes. is have everybody who has a YouTube channel register with the government. Oh, this is like free CBDC. Yeah, literally register with the government. I'm like, so. It, I'm on YouTube. You can see it. Like, wh what do you mean register? I guess because they don't want to have any, uh, they don't want you to be anonymous, I guess, yeah. on YouTube or, or Facebook. If you have like, if you have any sort of voice, yep. then you now have to register with the government of Canada. That's coming here. They're doing this um, zero, net zero security system. That is that what that is? Yeah. So that that's coming in the... Uh, What's coming with DOJ, I'm sorry, DOD, which was designed by NSA and, and DARPA, which is this sort of, oh, Zero Trust. That's it, Zero Trust Network, which is okay. everybody will have to sign on hmm. and you'll have to use a digital login or biometric login. And they're saying that's rolling out by 2025. So this huh. is, um, so it says I'm watching on CloudHub. Do you have it streaming there too, Michelle? Yes. Okay, we should. you have to tell me that, Michelle. Okay, they're on CloudHub too, because you all know we love CloudHub. We do. Jeff Brain, uh, you guys, you want to tell them about Jeff Brain passing away? Because I don't know if our viewers got a chance. Okay, to. so, um, and it was just before Bars Fest, right? Yeah. So this is really important as Leah gets up some of her stuff here to, to, um, to play. Uh, Jeff Brain, who is the founder of CloudHub, uh, had a stroke about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And um, to a very sad news, just before Bards Fest, Jeff Brain passed away. Yeah. And we gave a tribute to him at Bards Fest um, 
and we did, we prayed for him again today and his family. Yeah. But why this is so personal to us here, Resistance Chicks and Bards Nation, is that in it at the um, Bards Fest one, Jeff was instrumental in helping build a bigger vision for us to see where we mm-hmm. could go together. Yeah, and we embraced it. In fact, it was a great photo. Which if you go to the Facebook page of is a Facebook page that is is that yeah, Twitter. Twitter. This Twitter. Is Twitter. If you go to the Twitter page of Leah. Can I t- I, I, you can go to Resistance Chicks on Twitter, and uh, the Jeff Brain video is on resistancechicks.com. It's on everything. Okay. So there. Yeah. And that's just, a, we did a tribute to him. And there's a picture on top of the header that you can see that when we were praying and we were all standing together. And that's when we said, This is the new future of Bards Fest, which was with Resistance Chicks. And yeah. My, uh, my Twitter is what I call it's underground. We don't post hardly anything, Resistance Chicks, there. The only thing I post there are links so I can give you guys stories because I'm mad at Elon. Um, for not giving me my other Twitter accounts. And you guys will keep hearing that probably until Twitter dies. And I'm not calling it X. All right, so to to the point, um, Ezra Levant, if you guys don't know much about um, Canadian news, there is only one conservative, you know, right-leaning, sane-leaning organization, news organization. That's Rebel News. Uh, it's run by Ezra Levant there. Yep. And uh, I do go to his... Um, page and to Rebel News to figure out what's going on in Canada a lot of times. So uh, he says, governments hide things by announcing them on Friday afternoons. Last night, so I guess uh, Friday afternoon, Trudeau announced he now requires YouTubers, live streamers, and podcasters, including those streaming on Twitter, to register with the government. And this is from the um, the the CRT saying, I guess it's the uh, it, it's a Canadian government regulator that regulates and supervises broadcasting and telecommunications. So it's it's all so exciting. It sounds so good. Today we are taking a major step forward to modernize Canada's broadcasting system. And then it says following the following broad consultations. Oh, who do they cons- consult on this? We are releasing our first two decisions, including which online streaming services must register with us. And so that is going to be YouTubers, live streamers, podcasters. Ezra says, this shocking decision was not debated, let alone voted on by Parliament. See, these are these are the things. These are the this is the regulatory bureaucracy that you don't vote in. Right. So you can't get rid of them and they control most of your life. And they do, and this is, and we're seeing it here. I mean, Canada is probably more visible to United States citizens, mm-hmm. but it's the same game that's going on here. Yeah, I mean, every one of these people you've ever voted for has been rigged and put in the system. So yeah. you're you're looking at a representative, go, oh, please, Mr. Representative, represent you, represent me, and he's like, uh, yes, but I must hail first to the great satanic ball. But this doesn't go to Parliament. That's a pretty big decision affecting a lot of people in Canada. It's huge, and this and is, it, the, and that's how they do these things, and that's why we have to get rid of any regulatory you guys we don't need the regulators nope actually they're satan anything government needs to be small by design and we need to get down to the empowerment and and here's the thing this is the thing about representative government Mm -hmm. okay if somebody's going to have a this is how they get away from it it's not a law it's a rule okay right well guess what i don't have to obey your rules because it's not a law because you didn't vote on it because the only things that you need to obey under god are things that you, you as your representative government voted on. And even then, if they skew it, if there's corruption in that, then you don't have to follow it. That's where we have to get back to law of nature, nature's God. You know, I hope the Canadians fight this because they have a, a pretty good chart of rights. But Ezra goes on to say, um, it's a decree like Castro would. <laughs> we know Trudeau's Castro's 
a little love child there. Trudeau used his hand-picked appointees at the CRTC, the Canadian Radio, Television and Telecommunications Commission, to announce its hijacking. The CRTC is a relic of an of the age of radio and TV created in 1976. It's been for more than a decade, other than for handing out lucrative monopolies to Canada's cell phone cartel, Canadians literally pay the highest phone rates in the world. The CRTC is intensely political. It killed off the Sun News Network. That would have been like a Fox News in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, dubbed the Fox News North in 2015. Sun News wanted the same regulatory treatment as the two left-wing all-news channels, and the CRT denied it. Ezra says, I used to work for Sun News. All of its ashes, we built out of its ashes, we built Rebel News. We were rebelling against three things the media party, groupthink, expensive TV infrastructure, and the CRTC regulation. On the internet, we were free. Within a few years, we had a much larger reach than Sun News had. Other online news sources have grown in Canada too, as the legacy media has shrunk. News outlets like True North and Western Standard, and of course the marquee names like Dr. Jordan Peterson, a global talent who just happens to be based in Canada and occasionally uh, tweaks Trudeau. Trudeau's approach since taking power has been to subsidize the dying regime media. Listen to this. He gives $1.5 billion a year to the CBC, which is the state broadcaster, um, and annual ba- bailouts. Uh, and that that's how this is. This is this is a third world country. Despite sending billions of dollars to what Trudeau calls trustworthy media, few people actually watch this this junk. So that's put together by the communist red guard tyrannical tyranny of yes. Canada. That's yes. A, yeah. Yeah. So you got the same thing over there in um, Great Britain. So they actually have in Great Britain. If you guys didn't know this, they have a TV tax that if you own a television. And it hasn't been extended to computers yet. If you own a television, you have to pay, what do they call it, Michelle, uh, that they hate so much, um, to fund the BBC. It's a, it's a television tax that they, they hate it. Um, and they all have to pay it because they, it's to fund the BBC. Yeah, this is pretty crazy. And, and this is kind of the trap that you're trying to force everybody into. And you have to be real careful here. You have to maintain communication and heads up. And just, mm-hmm. so I say at the Vars Nation, don't worry. Mm. This week you're going to get all sorts of news and get yourself so inundated with news you shall once again be happy. But in all truth here and what we're talking about, that that they're trying to get people to reject the system or comply. And why the reject part is so important is then you are blind to what they are doing and then they can scrape you off the Internet and create a monolithic communication structure Mm -hmm. that is truly massively controlled by the state with very, though there will be always be dissenting voices, it's not unified and there's not enough to, to overcome the big right. big guys, right? Yeah, so um, we're going to come back to Canada in a second, but I want to pop over to Germany. Have you heard of this family? I covered, We covered this family extensively even before we had our news program. Uh, the Romke uh, family in Germany, they're a homeschooling family. And did you know that in Germany it's illegal to homeschool? <laughs> I did not. It is illegal to homeschool in Germany. You can't homeschool. And so... Uh, this German family under Obama actually uh, sought asylum. So uh, in 2014, the Obama administration's Department of Homeland Security granted deferred action status to seven members of the uh, Romeki family who pulled their kids from Germany's public school system over concerns that it was warping their children's personalities and attacked family values. 
earlier this month, in immigration, this is so they've been here since since 2015. An immigration and customs enforcement officer told the family they had four weeks to apply for German passports ahead of their deportation, with zero explanation for the sudden um, expulsion. Deportation would tear the family apart, uh, says the father, who's 52 years old. The government's sudden upending of the Romecki family's life has come more than a decade after um, the um, the the father Yui Romecki and his wife. Hanelor fled uh, Beisingen, Germany, with their five children for violating the country's strict, uh, strict education laws. The couple, who are evangelical Christians, decided to educate their children at home after witnessing their children's whole personalities changed and their health, their mental health suffering. It's just another testimony to what public school systems are actually about, which is about indoctrination. Yeah. What's really important, and I, I don't think we do this enough, well enough, mm-hmm. all of us. But we don't map out all of these events globally. Mm -hmm. And the reason this is important is when you start to see that in Germany, homeschooling is is now against the law. Look at some of these other states like California and others. They're going to try to do the same thing. And then you have to look at why are they banning it. For you people on the left that still walk in the cloud of retardation, we're here to help you. And that part of helping you is to remind you that when the state says it's good, it's bad. So we're trying to get you to take the bitter pill and to wake up to the light on the other side. Yeah, They actually have the police come to their home and force their kids to go to school. I'm not surprised. This is this the, is this is Nazi Germany type stuff, and it's all and it's global now. I mean, one thing we have to acknowledge here, and this story is important from yet another optic, and that is that we're living in the Fourth Reich right yeah, now. Yeah, this is what what's happened, and it's been happening quietly. You're not seeing Panzer tanks and Blitzkriegs of the traditional fashion. Mm-hmm. You saw a Blitzkrieg of a medical attack which knocked humanity on its heels, and then they have used the information war to break people's will and get them to comply to these radical agendas. So what? So what is asylum for, if not for supporting a family who's applying for asylum? They're already here. You've got, pe- you've got millions of people coming over from the border. Right. The Democrats are not searching out criminals. They're not searching out people who came over here illegally. Absolutely. They were granted asylum by a Tennessee immigration judge. Yes. They were granted asylum here. They went the right way. Now, I would say to the Rumecki family, okay, go out, come back in through the border. Oh, and then just up. then just live underground because this is all no, so th- stupid. Th- if you're out in the open, they'll, they'll nab you. And you know what? Maybe get a tan and dye your hair black and just and just fit in because if well, that's you, what we would do in Afghanistan. Yeah. I mean, if you had the called E and E escape and evasion, mm-hmm. I always carried a can of black shoe polish. Yes. Rub it in my hair. Okay. And then brown, and you can put it on your face. Yeah, because you would need to. Yeah. yeah. And so you would just learn a little Spanish and open a Mexican restaurant, and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I don't know that how German tortillas would be, but I'll tell you, it'd be interesting. I'm sure they'd make some pretty mean tortillas. I bet they would. But here, that little snitchel on the side. <laughs> What am I having today? And they're like, wait, that's the Remicki family. I can tell. It's the schnitzel the, enchiladas. Yeah, put the, yeah, get that dye out of their hair. Oh, I know it. I knew it was them the whole time. We got to get, got to get those. What is it? Uh, we know, um, we, we used to watch Hogan Heroes. And what, what would he say? Schnell? Raus. 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 We got to get these, we got to get these Germans out of here. These dangers. These are the safe Germans, by the way. Yeah, the homeschool family. We want these we people. We want them. So you know? here, here's, but here's the Romeki family. If you hear this, this is what I would do is I just take a boat to Mexico and then just come across the border. And here's yeah. the best thing. When you declare, they're going to give you relocation money. They're going to give you a free cell phone. Oh. You're going to get free health care. Yeah. Pretty good deal. Yeah. No, I think that's great. You just say, uh, no papers, no yeah. papers. Yeah. And, and yeah, just, and 
Yeah. Better yet, if you can say that you're a domestic terrorist somewhere else, we're going to invite you in here under this current border policy. So um, are you familiar with Marine Le, Pen, Marine Le Pen over there in France? Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, her father, I was I was over there when her, originally when her father was running. Now, I just, can I just jump on something here? Yeah. It's really interesting because when I was in Af- in France, which would take me back the first time, it was like 92, 93, mm-hmm. and I was there for quite a while, um, her father was running. And okay. here's what's crazy. He was considered, even by the standard of American politics, extreme radical right. Mm. So you see how far we've shifted the paradigm. That was when Mitterrand was the president, okay. right? And he was a socialist. He wasn't mm. communist. French have this love affair for socialists. And well, just, yeah, that, that's that's their history. Unfortunately, and yet it. it, it yet, Bring on the guillotines. They they love guillotines. They love. So they, yeah, it's just like the guillotines are only Soak good. So the rich. For, so it's it was. It's an interesting thing to see her now rise in prominence in France. Mm-hmm. and I, I, She came dangerously close to winning uh, two elections and, and ousting out Macron. Right. And, uh, you know, if it was a Rothschild puppet. Well, he's he's a Rothschild puppet, and he's also a victim of pedophilic groom, grooming. You oh, know, without you, a doubt. You can do you know it. the story? No, but you're going to tell it. So um, when we were covering this in 2017, there was a lot of changes happening. And, in fact, the— um, What's the magazine that we all, it's not Newsweek, it's the, um, the Economist magazine. Mm-hmm. So the Economist magazine put out by the, you know, the, the CIA, the deep state, to kind of let us know what, what's going on. And on the front page it had, <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a really interesting mm-hmm. picture. Maybe Michelle can bring it up for our viewers. The Economist magazine, uh, 2017, with Marine Le Pen, it had Gert Wielers. It had this these tarot cards on it. Donald Trump was on there. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you I've remember that, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Marine Le Pen was on there to see, you know, and it was kind of like, will she rise to, to prominence? And she's, she's painted as a far-right extremist, which by, you know, her stance, and the same thing with everybody on the right in Europe, they are socialists, but they are conservative family value socialists. So they're not actually far-right. They just, far-right to the Europeans is, it, it has to do with morals, not with economics. Interesting. Hey, so I, for Bars Nation, I want to throw this in because, I, I, and this is a big compliment to what, uh, Leah and Michelle do on Sundays. They do a a great deal of European news. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get like a real beat on what's going on, because you know I don't cover that that much. That's just not my focus. But these two ladies have done an incredible job of building out a deep knowledge of what's going on in Europe and in mm-hmm. and in Canada and UK. Right? Yeah. So, Everywhere it's it's world news. So we want to know what is what are people like us doing around the world? Right. You know, or what's happening around the world, basically, that we're not covering. Because, you know, I used to, as a kid, it kind of would be fun when, uh, you know, the news, the, 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 the local news would come up. Local news is like diabolically Satan. I don't know why anybody watches local news. It's, it's literally gang shooting, gang shooting, gang shooting over and over again. It's stupid. Just never watch it. Um, I don't know why your grandparents always watch it. It's just so stupid. But then at night when they would do like an ABC new, News World Report, mm-hmm. I was enthralled. I wanted to know. I really did. I wanted to go. I wanted to know, even as a kid, what's going on in Iraq? What's going on? And I want to know these things. But here's the thing. They lied to me. Okay? So I want to bring you guys the truth because things are happening and moving and shaking. They, and they do affect your life. Very and much. we can affect the lives of others. So uh, we have Marine Le Pen. And, and there is a, a coalition happening. And they do... That it, it's interesting because there was kind of a central character that everybody kind of laughed at and looked to. It was Donald Trump. 
And these particular characters were ousted. You had um, Bolsonaro in Brazil, you know, the Trump of Brazil. You've got Mele down there in um, uh, El Salvador, the Trump of El Salvador. It's interesting. They've got um, the new guy in uh, Argentina. Um, and it's, oh no, it's Bukele in El Salvador and Mele in, uh, in Argentina. And these are the, there's a rising conservative libertarian voice, by the way, is what we're seeing uh, in, in South America. But over in Europe, we've got... Um, my favorite, Victor Orban. This guy is like a brute beast teddy bear with a smile on his face in Hungary. I love this man. He has stood up to the woke mob. I don't know why he still wants to stay in the European Union. I believe there's some strategic value to that. But um, the, the the reason I'm bringing up these two is that Le Pen and um, Victor Orban, Le Pen from France and Victor Orban from Hungary, have joined together uh, in a force to—, um, to in, to, to curtail Brussels' ambition. So if you guys don't know this, they have a one-world government in Europe, and it's called the European Parliament. Yeah. And everybody shows up. Uh, there's not a lot of representative government because it's so huge. Not a lot. There's none. Yeah, exactly. But um, they can, whole countries can veto certain things, which I think that's why he stays in. So uh, primary, Prime Minister Victor Orban met with Marine Le Pen this week, uh, the former uh, French presidential candidate and leader of the RN, the Rassemblement uh, National Party. I always think to myself, could you come? We really want to be on your side. Could you bring get a name that's a little bit more English friendly? But I know you're French. <laughs> French. Uh, in Budapest this Wednesday, where the pair discussed the need for a united right ahead of next year's European parliamentary elections. This is kind of interesting because when the UK was in uh, Parliament and Nigel Farage was just really uh, hammering to get out of the European Union, Nigel Farage uh, he he took over. He called it the Brexit Party, and he he put people in strategic positions, and he had a giant block of super conservative, amazing people in Parliament, and he almost wanted them to stay there. But the whole point was to get. Um, to get them out and get Brexit done. And yeah. that was one of the things that we covered um, was the Brexit was Britain leaving uh, the European Union, which they have. And Nigel Farage is, still keeps having to go back in and back in and, and make that happen and make uh, the UK a sovereign nation. But while they're there, there are some there are some things that they can do. So the two conservative politicians assess the potential for a a strengthening of the pan-European conservative alliance and agreed that nationalist parties, what is, what, it's hard to explain to people what our movement is. Is it conservatism? Nationalism is kind of the word that, that Bannon is using, that we're using over here. Can you explain what that is? It, talking about Victor Orban, um, the uh, Salvini, Le Pen. Sure. These are the nationalists. What is that? Yeah, mean? I think this is a good point. Um, what I like about nationalist movement is when it gives identity to the sovereign state, mm. but it doesn't identify the, the uniqueness in party. It, mm. It's actually a, a elimination of the bipolar nonsense of parties. Mm. And so it embraces the idea that ultimately whoever runs, runs as a, you're, you're a nationalist, that's mm. it. And so you're choosing the person rather than the party, right? Yeah. And that gives you a lot more latitude in selection. Mm -hmm. uh, to, the, to the French's credit <clears throat> and their, their politics are a little crazy, but they do have a heck of a lot more representation in France from mm -hmm. party levels and people they do. than we do. We, we've fallen trap here to the bipolar nonsense, and this is where nationalism is great because you could have, for example, on a ticket, you could have a Green Party member, you could have a uh, 
You can have a social democrat. You can have a conservative. They're all just going to be running. What you're looking for then is that my my, my gauge would always be the same. It would be, are you pro-Constitution? Are you pro-Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence? And are you pro-U.S. sovereignty? Within that limit, if you are, yeah. then there's a lot of things that we can gain from breaking down our parties and just running as people and yeah. as candidates, right? But yeah, that's essentially so, yeah, it. these two particular groups are joining together to curtail um, Brussels' imperial ambitions, its misguided economic policies, and its pro-migrant initiatives. Victor Orban says, always a pleasure to meet true patriots. Had a great meeting today with Marine Le Pen in Budapest. Uh, we need to a challenge in Brussels. This is the only way to stop illegal migration, protect our families, and kickstart the European economy. So that... And so uh, obviously she tweeted out so that she was so glad to meet with Victor Orban and they are they're creating. Do you know what that means? Yes, very happy, very honored uh, to have the, the meeting with the new president of Budapest. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a surge in the right could see current fringe parliamentary groups such as the as identity and democracy with which uh, MEPs from Marine Le Pen's RN currently facilitate garner more influence in Brussels and Victor Orban's Fidesz party, which is way easier to pronounce. Yep, that's pretty good. No, it is good. It is really good. All right, so I want to go back over to Canada now. Now, yeah, there's. um, Hold on. Go ahead. Just keep there is a one million march, Michelle, and I'm going to bring up the um, trans lady with the um, glasses, the, the rainbow glasses, and play that play her clip in a minute. So there's a one million march for children in Canada, and I want to play first the video that the left is 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 it, that's going it's probably going to be up to the top. Okay, I'll find it. And actually, I don't know if I actually I should have. I'll just retweet it one more time, so it'll be at the top. Okay. And the the left. This is what the left says that they're terrified of. Are you guys gonna uh, hit play at the same time? Yeah, we are. Yeah, but I don't have that video. I just retweeted it. Go to the top. Okay. Okay. So I want you to see. This is what the left is terrified of. They want to be able to have your children in school and change their den- gender, change their pronoun, change their name, and do a complete transition, and not let parents know. Okay. okay so let's do one. Are you ready, Michelle? Yep. One, two, three, go. The One Million March for Children in Canada was a hate protest organized against trans, non-binary, queer youth in schools and against having queer inclusive content in schools, and it's just bigotry and hatred. And the whole parental rights thing scares me. Kids have a right to be safe, and parents don't get to decide if their kid is queer or trans or non-binary or heterosexual. You don't get to decide that. It's your kid who tells you if they feel safe enough to. And if your kid hasn't told you, then you have to look at the relationship. Are you telling them that you love them unconditionally no matter what? Are you showing them that? There are kids who are queer, who are trans, who are non-binary, who have transphobic, queerphobic parents who would abuse them if they found out that they're queer or trans or non-binary, who might kick them out of their homes, or even worse things. And many of us have gone through that, have lived through that. This hatred, this bigotry was so hard for me to see and for many people in my community. For me as trans, non-binary, lesbian, it was just horrific to see the hatred. But it was also really heartening to see people, to see the queer community and allies coming out and support um, the counter-protest, but also online sharing information and speaking out. And 
please, please, if you are an ally, please do speak out. We need you. I'm someone who had really extremely abusive parents who were transphobic and queerphobic, and I am trans, non-binary, lesbian. I just didn't have the words for all that when I was a kid and a teen, though I knew lesbian when I was a teen. And my parents were incredibly abusive and horrible, and I was not safe. My queerness wasn't the focus of most of the abuse, but it sure was of some of it, and it made things so much harder for me. It made it so much harder to survive. Having compassion and empathy for people who are in marginalized and more vulnerable communities is so important, and kids are automatically more vulnerable. I hope if you are an ally, you will keep speaking out against hate. And if you are trans, non-binary, queer, I hope that you feel the love around you. And Yeah, right. So what, what, what she just said was, I don't know if you caught that, she said, my queerness was not the central point of my abuse. Yeah. Right. And so towards this particular person, she was abused into being. Yeah, that's very good. It's actually outstanding. Uh, besides the fact she's got a zit on her head that needs to be covered with makeup. Uh, it's gross. I know. But anyway, um, the thing that you have to understand that these people are actually have been groomed for this exact thing. They've been Kinsey-eyed. Right. But I think it's worse than that. Yeah. These people are actually paid and groomed. They've mm-hmm. been groomed and then they're paid to get on as social media influencers. Mm-hmm. And Is that the TikTok? Yeah. TikTok is a cesspool of changing kids' genders. That's Absolutely. what they do. And if you listen to her, if you listen to her talk and her tones, yeah. this is this is um, actually part of advanced interrogation techniques for mm-hmm. the CIA. Okay. If you listen to her tones, there's no truth in substance. Mm. She is trying to provide a uh, a tonal quality of of legitimacy, if mm-hmm. you want to say, but she's 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 miming, she's rhythming it, her mm. speech, and so she's speaking as. Obviously, someone who doesn't have the deep feeling for it. It mm-hmm. may be part of her indoctrination, or she's just reading a script and has practiced it. But either way, this is feeding into a group of people to ins- inject fear, mm-hmm. which is the whole principle here, as they t- always tell the truth because they don't want to be held accountable. So like you said, they mask the truth mm-hmm. by subtly telling you that I wasn't abused because sure. I was transgender. I was just abused and groomed, so I would say I was transgender. That's right. basically what she's saying, right? Right. No, that is what she's saying, and... Um, I don't know if anybody caught what she said. She literally passionately said, parents do not have a right to know to know if their child is changing genders. Like she said it so passionately, like everybody should know this already. Like it's a done deal. Like mm-hmm. I can't believe that you would that anybody would ever question it for <clears throat> one second. That 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 was what she was kind of what she was getting at. And I found that um, absolutely crazy. Oh, I, and I know probably somebody got offended or triggered hey, because I said about zit on her head. Can you turn that off? Because I think That's the, okay. the puppy uh, here is I'm, getting cold. I'm uh, not sensitive. So yeah, my, my, my sensitive filter was shut off when it gets to yeah. trans stuff. Okay. All right. So um, if we scroll down, we skip the one on, on Speaker McCarthy and the stupidness happening with Matt Gaetz. Um, I want to play Maxim Bernier. I don't know if you guys heard him. He is a passionate um a uh, member of the uh, parliament there in Canada. He's like one of the only very vocal anti-lockdown, um, uh, pro-parent, pro-everything. He's like, he's a libertarian, basically. I love this guy. And he is at this march, this, this one, million for the ch- uh, one million march for children in Canada while we're holding an event, basically, that was an event for children. 
So they, at the same time as Bird's Fest? So yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so happened. That, you can't miss that because that's not coincidence. That's God's yeah. hand working right there. It is. So would you play, uh, Michelle, you got a speech up? Okay, one, two, three, go. Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you. I'm here today, like you, as a dad. Yes. I have two girls, and I'm proud of them. And you are here as mom and dad. And you know what you are doing today. You are fighting for the future of our country. And I must, and I must tell you, you are starting a quiet revolution in Canada. We are here today, like three years ago, during the winter time. We did win that battle. And I can tell you that we will win that battle. The truth and common sense will prevail because we know. And that's something that these establishment politicians cannot say or they don't have the courage to say. But there's only two sexes in this country, and you cannot transition. So you can count on us. You can count on me. I'm with you. I will always be with you. And I'm very proud of you today. Stay strong and free, and we will win that battle. The common sense will prevail. Thank you. Thank you. There it is. Yeah, common sense and prevail, and uh, there are only two genders. Who knew that you would ever need to scream that into a microphone? <laughs> that wasn't on my list of to do's. I'll tell you. You know, it was one of those things. I'm, you know, eight years old in school, and I'm not looking. I, I did not have on the bingo card that one day we would have to march to say there were two genders. <laughs> well, all right, I just wanted. I can tell you what it would. He have screams had. it. There are two genders. You cannot transition, and it's like. This is this, where this like Martin Luther King and 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 equal rights and I get it but like there are two genders it's just it doesn't. All right, so can you imagine in our day in high school? I can tell you what's gonna what would have happened in my high school. Oh my oh, god! Oh, I know. If someone would have said I identified oh. as a cat. Oh my god! I will tell you already what would have happened. They would have a leash on their neck. They would have been tied to the goalpost in on the football field. Mm-hmm. And they would have had a cat litter box right there, and they would have been left overnight to use it. I guarantee it would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to scroll down here to the next one, and we'll just go in order here. This is independent podcaster Odessa, uh, who reported on the emergency union meeting against the uh, One Million March for Children, says those unions are so scared because parents are gaining traction. Ready, Michelle? One, two, three, go. They're so scared because the parents are gaining traction. And so instead of listening and saying, maybe we should change Soji a bit, maybe we should start listening, they have to come out harder because the only defense these Marxist infiltrators of the unions have is to keep calling names, calling names, calling. It's the playbook. It's the Marxist playbook. So they get louder with their names and they just keep making fools of themselves. And they have accomplished convincing some of the gay community that we are that. but they've abused those words so much that all of us 
don't even care what they call us anymore. And so I wanted to come here, I wanted to meet the Muslim community, I wanted to meet some other communities, and we are forming lifelong bonds right now. They're so scared okay. because... Hold on, there was... Okay. Yep. See, I'm, I'm going to say this is going to offend some people, but I'm going to say it, so buckle up. Okay. If Muslims found Jesus and they got had Jesus, they would be the most ferocious Christians in the history of man yeah, in the sure. defense of the family, and this irritates me <laughs> Yeah. because... Christians are sitting over here going, oh, I don't know what to do. And Muslims are out here protesting for the absolute right values. This is it. And not only yeah. that, they're literally like in that, in, down in um, is Dearborn, mm -hmm. um, Michigan. Yes. They banned the LGBTQ flag. I just wow. praise them. I'm like, go. I, I'm, I don't have anything else to say. I'm like, I want to. And in fact, they've teamed now with the Christians and they've made, I mean, literally it's been like, we have to fight together. Well, because Christians are so weak that actually, in 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 the scope of things, Muslims are now your cover, right? Because you're like, well, I got a Muslim on my side, so you know, on the scope of um, oppressiveness, oppressed groups, you have it's like it's a it's a card game, right? You know, so where are you on the on the on the level of oppressed groups? And if you, I think if you have a Muslim on your side, it, it balances out the LGBT. It's it's too oppressed against each one. So oh, yeah. which one wins? Well, and I just, I say this because I don't know. I mean, we can talk all day about this. It's way off topic for today's focus. But the core of this is to really ask yourself the question of why are Christians in a Christian nation mm -hmm. having to look to the Muslims, which no offense to Muslims. I mean, I'm literally saying thank you. I'm saying it right here because thank you for saving children. I, I don't care who saves the children, save the children. Right. So Jeez. this is it. I mean, this is like, I don't, Oh this man, is could you get those Muslims to stop talking about, you know, indoctrinating kids? Right. I mean, and geez, this is not a, this is not a religious fight, but it's just incredible to me that they are, and they are intense about this. They are. And they're like, no way. In fact, in Dearborn, and I know this is not on your news, but in Dearborn, yeah. they, they, they literally have the youth going around and tearing down any LGBTQ flag. Uh, they do. That's uh, awesome. That's, I'm, I'm happy. All right, I want to play a little clip here. This is the CBC coverage of a little tiny clip from the CBC coverage. Oh, hold on. The next one right down below it. Right here? Are you, okay. Yep. Are you ready, Michelle? Yep. One, two, three, go. So why did you come here this morning? To absolutely be on the side of our incredible trans kids. They are so incredibly brave, and they need our support and our love, not our hatred, and not our not knowing to then create hate is is not okay we're canada we're like humans doesn't matter even what country actually trans kids deserve our love and respect always they are so incredibly brave to know who they are we need to be right there to support that i okay. swear it's a lizard head okay so children know who they are well, I guess we're just going to get rid of all permission slips because you have to have a permission slip to get on a school bus to go to an art museum. Yeah, but here's what we have here. And we've talked about this. this I week. know. It doesn't matter. I, my, I can go wherever I want because I know and we're going to respect your right to go wherever you want. Why do you even have to go to school? Why can't we just identify as, hey, kids, you can identify as a child that doesn't need school. Right. Yeah. And you can identify as an elderly that needs to stay in a retirement home. Oh, there you go. I mean, this is ridiculous. There's no limits to this. There are Th no These limits. people that, that are interviewing, mm -hmm. so again, I'm back to the same thing. One, they're clowns in the sense that they've been groomed for this type of thing. Number, and I guarantee every one of them have. This isn't accidental, and, and they're just out here to give the voice to something that doesn't, didn't exist, now exists, because they're influencing kids to make the most horrific decision. 
So as you have said, woe to those who cause harm to the little ones. Yeah, cause them to sin. Right. And this this is where we are. This as, is where, yeah, this is where now, we are. Now, there's a couple things I just want to hit on this. So one is these people are designed by their role to cause mm-hmm. that and to create these social media clips to go viral. Mm-hmm. And even, unfortunately, we're trying to keep the news, we're trying to be aware of the news, but also be aware that when we spread it, that's kind of what they want too, because they want to get their message out there. They want to seed it in your head. So rebuke yeah. it when you send sure. it. Sure. No, right. that's and, good. And that's so, good. And then the other thing here too is, and this is from the flip of this, mm-hmm. these kids are damaged. They've mm-hmm. been mutilated. Mm-hmm. It is not their fault. Yes. We have to be there to forgive them to work with them, to heal them spiritually. Fight for them. Right, and fight for them. So we may end up with a mixed culture out of this that we don't like, mm-hmm. but if as long as it has been worked through the Spirit, we're going to be able to heal these children and they're going to be able to be good members of society regardless of what happened to them. Because once they awaken to the trauma they were subjected to and realize it wasn't their fault, it will, the healing process and the might truly of the Spirit will move. You know, um, on this particular program, we covered... A couple of weeks ago, a German daycare centers that are sending up, that are setting up little areas for children to experiment with each other's bodies, Ugh. and um, the fact that that this is even allowed, the trauma actually from the children doing the experimenting is going to go down through the ages. Yes, and so when we're standing up for these children, and the fact that you have to take their words and you have to reverse them in your mind, like what you're saying. So these people hate. No, I love. And you can hit me as much as you want. And this is this is the term turn the other cheek. Mm-hmm. Because it does me no good to yell at that, you know, bad haircut person to um to to yell at them and, and, and to try to argue with them. I just have to turn the other cheek and move on to the child that needs saving. Very good. You yep. know, and to get the kids out of this darkness. Now, if you scroll down, uh, Joe Rogan has gotten a hold of this. Joe Rogan is a kind of a foul mouth podcast, but there's no curse words, I don't believe in, in these two clips I've got. Um, and he's talking about the fall of, of the Roman Empire. This is a very interesting clip. Michelle, you ready? Yep. One, two, three, go. I what think this happens at the end of every civilization's reign. And I think this happened with the Greeks and it happened with the Romans. Romans. And it's one of the things that Douglas Murray, um, when I had him on my podcast, was discussing. He said one of the things that happens at the end of civilizations is they become obsessed with gender. Mm. It's, a, it's a thing that happens where men start becoming women, women start becoming men, and it becomes like a big fo- focus, like cross-dressing and all this stuff becomes a, a big point of focus. And I was like, well, why is that? He goes, it, it seems to be that they're dissolving all boundaries and all norms and all societal structure. And that's a part of it. It's like gender roles. I thought that was a really good explanation. It's super excellent. And I, I think what he's pointing out, too, and we should awaken, up, awaken to this, is how deep that spirit has been rolling mm. and how long. Because mm-hmm. much of this is a deep spirit, dark spirits, that are at, infecting these kids. And I, and I, I want to say this real quickly because this goes to something we talked about in one of the shows this last week. We've all talked about it before. We're playing these clips here. Parents, I'm saying this. Get rid of the digital devices mm-hmm. in your home. Mm-hmm. Get them out of your children's hands. I realize that is a convenient for you. If you have to have something to talk to your child with, like get a ghost stick. I'm serious because it's satellite driven. And you can text back and forth to each other. But get rid of, this, of your cell phones and your smartphones and your tablets because these kids are, your children are finding porn and they're mm-hmm. getting indoctrinated with all this garbage. And yeah. they're, that's part of the black mirror concept of mm-hmm. pulling them in. 
Yeah, no, it absolutely is. Uh, Bards Nation, you can't see this, Michelle, but uh, for our viewers, you can bring up uh, this picture here. It's Maxime Barnier with someone holding a sign that says, Dad, a human male who protects his kids from gender ideology. Oh, it's a great definition. Isn't that great? Mm -hmm. I, I just, I, I love that so much. Uh, let's scroll down to uh, this uh, tweet here. It says, uh, this Ken's, Ken Windsor tweet. This is an older gentleman, Chess Crosby, former politician and lawyer. Um, a little clip talking about how simple, just simply putting putting it into perspective, that we, we're just marching not to sexualize children. That that's what that's that's their point. Yep, right there. Are you guys ready? Okay, okay, one, two, three, go. Well, you know, I think it's wrong to sexualize children in school, which I think is going on in many parts of the country and may now be happening in Newfoundland and Labrador. Maybe a little later than other parts. And this particular group of people is concerned about that, the sexualization of children. Yeah, well, that's it. That, that, that's all he's saying. He's like, this, it's, he, as an elder statesman, he's like, I don't want to see the kids sexualized. We, we got a problem with that? That's what this group's yeah, about. Yeah, so when did this become, and I, it's amazing it's even been allowed, but when did sexualizing become standard as an accepted practice in school? <clears throat> Alfred Kinsey. It's all Alfred Kinsey. But I, I say this to the parents is I understand that you were, and look it at the time. It crept in. It crept in. Except the trap was sprung, it sprung in parallel with COVID. Mm -hmm. So as the COVID con went over and they rolled out, they changed so many of the curriculums across the nation mm -hmm. to go into, you have Common Core, which is the foundation, mm -hmm. by the way, of MK Ultra because it disrupts your ability to come to a conclusion. It fractures the mind. Mm -hmm. Then you go in with racial race critical race theory, which now puts guilt upon especially young white males, but also mm -hmm. black males mm -hmm. for being either exploited or being the exploiter. Mm -hmm. And then you bring in queer theory, which then offers them a subaltern identity mm -hmm. to be able to seek out happiness because they know that they're guilty and which is all a lie. But then that's what it's done. This is straight out of the satanic cult stuff. No, it absolutely is. And I would say this. Um, this, the, the, the gender ideology didn't come out of nowhere. It was, it was built upon slowly. Uh, it's piece by piece by piece by piece by piece. And this was just another shoe to drop in their plan. It was like, click, 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 click. And everybody knows what the next click is going to be, uh, open, open pedophilia. And we're all like, everybody is looking at that click saying, not on my watch or any sane person is, but in order to fight the satanic gender ideology, it's you have to have the power of God to do it, and you have to stand up in the power of God and truth in order to do it. And I see a lot of people, you know, honestly, I, the censorship on this particular issue um, has been mostly from the left coming at you to make fun of you to call you a Nazi. And I do believe that that's an, this is another reason why Trudeau is wants all of these. Um, uh, particular podcasters to register with the government. You've seen what's happening with Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson believes that you can't change your gender. And so the the Canadian psych, Psychiatric Union, which you have to be a part of to, I don't know what it's exactly called, but um, what you have to be a part of to have a license to be a practicing uh, psychologist. Um, is he a psychologist or psychiatrist? I think he's a psychiatrist. Um, to be a practicing psychiatrist, he has to go along with him. So he's been in... Um, he's been under review. Now the review has decided that he has to go through re-education assignment so that he will believe that there are more than two genders in order to keep his license in Canada. So in Canada, you cannot be a, a licensed therapist, psychiatrist, if you do not actually support this, which used to be known 
as dysphoria, a, a, yep. a problem, a dysfunction. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know what he's trying to achieve by going through it. Do you? He wants to um, make it known what they're mm -hmm. doing, and he wants to have it air so people will all know what, what it would look like to, to go underneath the uh, re-education of the regime. Interesting. This is right out of, like, uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't think it's a bad strategy. Oh, in 1984, too. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad strategy. I mean, if he can film it and get it out there, uh, to have it on film what the CCP might do if you're under interrogation. Yeah, no, it's good. No, I, I agree. You know, I just I would, that's I, yeah. I would. I, it's not because he's going to be re-educated. Let's put it that way. Right, and it's not because he's going to save his license either. No, they're going to yeah, they're going to yank it. Exactly. Let's run down here. We do have some good politicians in Canada. You're not all just um, you know schmucks getting run over <laughs> by the government. Um, most of them are. Eugene Manning, who's running for um, PC leadership in Newfoundland, is standing behind the New Brunswick Premier Blaine Higgs, and Blaine Higgs is actually standing against the gender craziness. So let's. Run um, that clip. It's going to be the Ken Windsor clip scrolling. I think it's, is it up one? That one okay. right there with the chick with the really flower dress. Okay. okay. Michelle, ready? Yep. One, two, three, go. Let's see. Oops. Hold on a second. Eugene Manning says he supports the moves made by New Brunswick and Saskatchewan to force schools to tell parents when a student wants to change their pronoun or use a different name. Now, that policy has faced criticism from LGBTQ groups who fear it could out trans kids to put to their parents and put their safety at risk. Manning is running for the PC leadership and one of his supporters publicly stepped away from his campaign over the issue. That issue hits home for me. I have two kids. Elliot of six just started grade one last week. Um, the parents have a right to, to, to know what's going on with their children. We, we teach our children from the very beginning that there are no secrets from mom and dad, especially with another, with another adult that they're not going to share with the parents. And, and I feel strong on that. I know it might have cost me a few votes and cost me some support, but look, Peter, that's, I think, is a difference. This is what I'm trying to do here. If I believe it, I'll say it. Me and you might not always agree, but you'll know where I stand. So there's two provinces, so New Brunswick and Saskatchewan. Michelle, isn't Saskatchewan like the, the is that the one that's super conservative province? No, that's Alberta. Alberta? Okay. No, they're pretty close, though. Yeah. They're, they're, I just know because the Saskatchewan and Alberta, both of them at a certain point have discussed seceding and get this, joining the United States. Mm, wow. Yeah. Wow. There's, and, a, there's a movement on the ground doing So right it. now only two out of ten provinces are standing up against this gender nonsense, but they, they do have it on the books now. Um, they're pushing for at least that that schools have to tell their parents if their kids are changing their gender, which is, you know, obviously what I think should always be done. Um, let's. Well, go actually, ahead. if I can correct. Yeah. <laughs> Just stop it. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> well, duh, let's stop it. Let's stop it. Let's play. Uh, like, oh, like don't don't even allow it. Like, I want to change my gender. It's like when you get to be 25 years old and, and then, yes, if that's what you want to do, happy to you. So this next clip, um, we can just play part of it. I wanted to give people a visual of what went on at the One Million uh, March for Children. And, Scott, you are you can give some audio commentary on some of the signs that you may see. Michelle, you ready? No, hold on. I'm looking nope. for it. David Creighton. Got it. So I can just talk over it? Yeah. Yeah, it might have, like, some crowd noise, but you okay. ready? Yeah, let's go. Ready? One, one, two, three, go. So there's a sign there that says, Leaves our, leave our kids alone. Yep. Save our kids. Yeah, so this is a pretty good-sized crowd. It's out, out, and down, it looks like it's in Ontario. No, it's in Ottawa. Okay. And now this is just saying that one million people marched on this. 
that's what that's what it was going to be called. I, I, they are saying that one million did march. Well, it's but, quite a few people. But here's what's interesting. This is the mix again of, of Muslims, a lot of Muslims in the in the field. And you can tell mm-hmm. by the by the headscarves yeah. and, and so forth. Yeah. Which actually some of them look Syrian, which wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Leave our kids alone. Um, and they've got their kids out with leave our fact, kids alone. And Muslim kids out there too. So it's interesting because the ones that are most engaged, I have to say it, are the Muslims. Yeah. I mean, it's like the other ones are coming along for the party. No more silence is what they were chanting there. No more silence. Okay, that's yeah. good. I'm not sure what mm. that one says. No, I missed it. See, time. There are only two genders. Right. Got it. But to see the, 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 the different groups of people just getting along so well, this is really uniting Canada. Yeah, it is. It's got a great Pride, thing. not prejudice, is on the other side. Yeah, and so this is the pedophile flag that they're flying. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Um, pride, not prejudice. And, I mean, this is where you've got, like, bunches of men. Let me be very clear about this. Bunches of men holding that doggone flag. Now, what yeah, they- well, you got the guy in the middle with the beard is uh, uh, one of the party leaders in parliament there in Canada. Yeah, he's I a forget pedophile. his name. Yeah. He's a pedophile. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's and a So he's no, leading it. Yeah, he's a, he's, Sikh. he's a Sikh. He's a Sikh. He's a um, Yeah, but he's one of the head guys in parliament. Uh, I don't want to get into that. I forget that, his name. Where that goes, too. Maybe focus on math more. Yeah, there's a little kid holding the sign. Maybe he'll, he'll focus on math more. We've got, uh, and, and so, Marzation, you're getting the commentary on what we're looking at Wokeism here in the videos. Wokeism is Marxism. Yeah, it is. It's worse. It's actually, it's actually fascism. But. Moving forward, which is 920, will be families and kids liberation day. Families and kids liberation day. Hmm, interesting. The September 20th was the day that they oh. marched. Oh, okay, got it. They're pretty intense. I mean, this has got to be a pretty big march. From Craven's right and stand on guard. Join the resistance. Resolve the resistance. We will. We are. Yeah, this resistance chicks gone Canada. I've been practicing journalism in one form or another for over 30 years. I've worked in print, radio, and television for a lot of prestigious publications. Okay, you can you can stop uh, stop David here. He's probably great. I just followed him. Okay. Um, but uh, let's go down one more time. Let's go down to the Joe Rogan clip. And he's asking a guy, why give them hormones? Why give them hormones? Are you ready, Michelle? Yep. Okay, one, two, three, play Joe. Why do you have to give them hormones to make them more of a girl? Uh, because... I'm sorry, can you expand on the question? It's a simple question. If you say that the child thinks it's a girl, so you're going to give the child hormones. Mm-hmm. If the child thinks it's a girl, let it be a girl. Why are you adding hormones? If you're shooting hormones into a child and you're yeah. affecting the child's development, you're saying that's not a choice. That's nonsense. Of course it's a choice. You're choosing to chemically change this child's body. You're choosing to inject yeah. things into this child's body on a regular basis that are going to radically affect the physical development of their body. There's no reason to give kids hormones and there's no reason to decide before a person's frontal lobe is completely fully developed, which doesn't even take place till like 25. People don't know who they are. People don't even give their seven-year-old phones. You don't let them vote. You're going to let them decide what sex they're going to be for you the know, rest of their life. Trans kids from a young age, they are incredibly consistent when they're expressing their gender identity. Um, okay, but and that's that, a big generalization. And, and that, You're and talking that about the, a lot of human beings. Rogue, Joe Rogan's starting to get some wake-up going on him. 
Yeah. And he's, he's had, I have to, I give him a lot of credit. He is under a strange, I don't even know how this is working. So I just need to say it. I'm always, I always take Rogan with, I respect him because of his platform for what he puts out here. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he tends to be more center than he does right or left. The thing that always surprises me about him is he's under a huge contract. It's like a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. for Spotify. And mm-hmm. that's a big black rock back into that. And yet He's been getting a ton of truth out here lately. So I don't know what that reflection is as far as the when you run the rabbit trail on who owns and what the money flow is. Remember, money is the trail to all things. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting to me because he's pulling out some hard-hitting events lately like this. Mm-hmm. And this is directly at the—this spikes a stake in the heart of—with maybe a silver bullet in the yeah, head I of think, Big Pharma. I think I saw the owner of Spotify— He's not a big fan of the gender ideology craziness. Oh, that's good. He's kind of made fun of it. Like, so he's 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 obviously not a Christian, but he's not a fan. So I think that's why he's allowed to say what he says there. I don't know if he made a switch to Christianity if it be, if it would be so allowed, but so far he's allowed to hammer this because the owners don't like it. Well, and to the, to that, I mean, that's again. There's probably we're seeing some room now that we the people are creating mm-hmm. for. And this is important why this, these messages are so important. Mm-hmm. As we start to elevate up our voice to say enough is enough, you're starting to see those that may not have had the strength before, like mm-hmm. Spotify CEO, to say, okay, run with it. You can go ahead and speak out against it, right? Yeah, that's really good. I got this next clip here. Um, it's, a, it's a school board clip. And I to hear, it's talking about the uh, LGBTQ action plan that they have. But what's interesting to me is when they say the two-spirit. And it makes me laugh to no end. And um, this is legit what's happening. This is a school board meeting. I don't want to play this for you guys. My clip th- is Maxine Barnier. Um, you, don't have, you don't have Efren Flores Monsanto? You should. It's in my, it is. You should have it. It's right there. It's right under, right under, skip him. It's right, the next one down. The big room with the round table. Yeah, yep, that's it. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. okay, you ready? One, two, three, go. As identified in the report, I would like to recommend that the Two-Spirit and LGBTQIA plus action plan as attached as Appendix 1 be approved. The action plan has been developed to create anti-oppressive and inclusive learning and living environments that are humanizing, liberating, and healing. It's intended to improve the educational experiences and enhance the system's response to Two-Spirit and LGBTQIA plus students and staff while building upon previous long-standing work that has occurred throughout the system. The action plan addresses areas of concern and improvement informed by Two-Spirit and LGBTQIA students, families, staff, and community consultations. Research shows that positive learning and working experiences and the overall school environment has a significant impact on the lives of Two-Spirit and LGBTQIA students, families, educators, and staff. The action plan is a commitment to ensuring that collectively we work to create environments that will support Two-Spirit and LGBTQIA plus students and staff in reaching their full potential by creating identity-affirming spaces that uphold human rights and support the intersecting identities of all those we serve. All members of the PDSD community will implement the action plan according to their roles and responsibilities. The action plan outlines the key actions in five categories, education and professional learning, working and learning environments, mental health and sense of belonging, community engagement, responsive hiring, and workplace equity. 
The action plan is a living document that will be dynamic and responsive based on ongoing consultation and communication with students, families, and stakeholders, specifically those who identify with Sioux Spirit and LGBTQIA+. Okay, was that six times? That was six times. Six times. Two minute clip. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So that, this is, that's brainwashing. It it's is, a, absolutely. A, and there's something else at the cult. end, really important at the end. And what the end part of that is, is that's the talking about their five step program. Mm-hmm. So the cores to that are education. <laughs> so it's weapon. These are you're hearing about their weaponization of culture mm-hmm. and what they're using as the tools to indoctrinate and ensure yeah. the indoctrination is d- d- derived over a span of life. Yeah. So education, healthcare. Uh, hiring practices, and then they have uh, industry equity, which mm-hmm. means in the, the policies that will tie into like the CBDC and uh, the social credit score. All right, and so there's, and I probably missed one in there because I did four, but there's, but that's basically it. So you're looking at the arc there. So you're going to get them educated, indoctrinated, get them into the healthcare system as they deal yeah. with the trauma of being changed. And by the way, Two Spirit in a rare and selective way exists within Native American culture. Mm-hmm. And it is it becomes out of the shamanic research mm-hmm. and belief system, which is where they're centered. But hear this, it's extremely rare. They're mainstreaming it and they're doing this to and leveraging this in this whole discussion to give credit to, to try to draw in the First Nations and to try to get them to be recognized indirectly through a two-spirit term. This is all just one big indoctrination yeah. trap is what this is. So, yeah, our uh, Rhonda Miller gave a really good presentation at Bards Fest. She is uh, part of Purple for Parents Indiana, and they expose all of this indoctrination happening to kids. And this is under this goes under the flag here in the United States over social emotional learning. And it's designed to brainwash children. And this is actually love the Daily Mail, hate their ads. Uh, it's a Trojan horse for CRT. Now, furious pa- uh, parents push back against social emotional learning being taught in cool schools, claiming its promotion of diversity is more evidence of government indoctrination. Social emotional learning first emerged into mainstream with the publication of a 1995 books emphasizing skills beyond academia. In recent years, social emotional learning has consisted of programs helping children talk about their feelings and allowing older t- students to discuss sexuality and mental health. Parents have uh, uh, begun pushing back against these schemes, arguing that as parents, they should be the ones to assist their children. Some have accused, and it's true, that the social learning, social emotional learning programs of are promoting this gender fluidity idea. So you've got all these kids, and this social emotional learning is basically um, grooming for kids. So you mm-hmm. sit down, and everybody's like, well, and you have the older kids, you know, the, the junior high and high schoolers talk about, well, how do you see your gender? And then you and it becomes so normal that you could just I can't imagine kids pushing back against it because mm-hmm. it's just normal. It's like, well, where do you fall on the gender spectrum? Well, I fall here. And what do you do? Well, blah, blah. And, and you start it's it's literally grooming of children. It It's. Well, it's the groomers, the groomed children who are grooming the new generation. Yeah. So you've got the groomers grooming the groomers. Mm-hmm. I, I just need to say this, and we're, you're going to hear it so much on both of these channels, and this goes to both Resistance Nation and Bards Nation. Resistance Nation is kind of a cool name, by the way. Mm-hmm. So um, here's the deal. Parents, we've already talked, and I'm just stalking straight, man. We've already talked about getting rid of the cell phone and the, the, the tablets. you got to get your kids out of public school. Mm-hmm. These are these are indoctrination camps, and yes. literally the 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 tide has changed. And if you don't see this, I mean, God expects parents to protect 
and to defend their children, to ensure that they grow up in a household that loves him. Mm. And if you aren't doing that task, and I, I know we're going to hear things like, well, I have a working job. I don't have time for this. You're going to have to find a way yeah. because this is on you. And this is part of us stepping into a kingdom authority and on the, on the globe. And we have to literally do this. So uh, we have a comment here. I homeschooled three kids, worked two jobs and cared for a terminally ill husband. No government assistance. It can be done. It's a matter of how much you want it. Who is that? That's a, when you're, a, when that's you're a resistance nation's. Nation comment. You better get over and join Bard's Nation. That's our attitude too. Nice job. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. You are welcome. We we have to oh. om- almost we almost did that. I did that twice today. Um, <laughs> we almost that's almost like getting a T-shirt for that one. Yeah. So um, moving on a little bit from uh, and thank you to your parent the, the parents there in Canada standing up for kids. But speaking towards Jordan Peterson, a Toronto doctor who kept his who kept his license despite sexually abusing patients is suspended for a third time. In 2016, Dr. Javid Pierrovi was controversially given a six-month suspension after being found to have sexually abused four female patients. So they want to tell Jordan Peterson, who's literally just saying there's two genders, take away his license, but this guy sexually abused four female patients and he was, he was given a six-month suspension. Let me explain to you why you would do that. Alfred Kinsey. Alfred Kinsey went and said, you know, pedophiles, abusers, rapists don't um, reoffend. Uh, uh, victims of rape are not traumatized. That's in his book, The Sexology of the Human Male and The Sexology of the Human Female. And little do you know, and little did we know, that these particular deviants went from state to state to state and around the world, changing the laws to punish sexual crimes. And so everybody wonders, well, how come pedophiles and rapists just get off easy, Alfred Kinsey? If we don't expose this nonsense, and I know some of you from Bards Nation walked out, and you should go back and watch it and repent. Um, Just kidding. Uh, you do no, need, no, 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 do. Repent and go back and watch You it, need to know these things. You need to know in order to fight. Because if you don't know, well, why Why would a Toronto doc- doctor be given a six-month suspension and not even go to jail and be allowed to, to be a psychiatrist? Oh, I don't know. Well, because of the, the these tables and these uh, particular, the, it's trust the science, you know. Well, the, can I answer? Yeah, go ahead. All right. What what we're looking at here is an, is a, a global elite that are all mm-hmm. pedophile, satanic, cult perverts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what you're seeing is, and when they do this, you're seeing this two tier justice system protecting mm-hmm. their influencers and their groomers. So what is what is going on here? That's super important. Is you're seeing the groomers being preserved while the people that speak truth mm-hmm. be suppressed. Yeah. No. Uh, it's it's. It's it's all backwardsism, and I love I actually love that I, we're not I think we're probably one of the only programs that does this, but we're not. Neil Oliver over at GB News, and actually GB News is on the blink right now because um, I don't know if you guys remember Mark Stein from Tucker's show. Mark Stein was a really great comedian from the UK. He had a show on GB News. GB News came about I don't know about a year ago. It was an answer to a very real need for conservative news. Um, Nigel Farage was kicked off of LBC. They used to listen to radio, so the big news in um, the UK was. The LBC, which was the um, radio programs, Katie Hopkins was on there. Um, uh, Nigel Farage was on there, and they they get kicked out of the radio program. So after that, there was a huge void for 
sane news in the UK. And and GB News was grown out of that. Unfortunately, they are subject to very, very strict, um, very one-sided rules in the UK, broadcasting um, rules. And uh, this week, you ha- uh, GB News had three of the top broadcasters on the show. Uh, David, I think it's um, is it David Wooten and Lawrence Fox, and now my favorite. Um, uh, uh, I don't call him a pastor. I don't know what you call him. He's a pastor. Uh, uh, Calvin Robinson. He's a, a black guy in the UK. All suspended from GB News. And I'm glad that um, there's two things here. I love GB News. I'm glad that Neil Oliver's still there. But at, this just goes to show you that it's not long before he's gone too, and then the whole network's gone. And that's their goal because this this network is getting out too much truth underneath of um, Neil Oliver. So Michelle, can you scroll down to um, the? Um, actually, I think I'm going to skip that one. Let's, let's scroll back up if you wouldn't mind to the in the other news with Neil Neil Oliver. In the other news, there was so Zelensky came to the um, Canadian Parliament. And he honored an SS Nazi and had him stand and get a standing ovation and meet with Trudeau. And of Hmm. course, that had some backlash. And this is a particularly weird situation because they had this guy honored on Yom Kippur, which is the holiest Jewish day. Zelensky is supposedly Jewish. I don't really know how to put all these things together or not. Um, But let's play this clip because I wanted you to hear uh, Neil Oliver uh, talk about it here and what's going on in uh, from the UK perspective, what's happening in Canada. Are you guys ready? One, two, three, go. In other news, a 15-year-old girl bled to death on a London street. She had been on the bus to school in Croydon. She suffered a fatal wound to her neck. Witnesses described a knife as big as a sword. A policeman tried to stem the crimson, but she died there and then. A spokesman for her school said she had been much loved, and I'm sure she was. Every parent's nightmare, and yet the death of children by knives on the streets of London is a commonplace. And so who are we, and what do we care about? In other news, last week a Nazi was honoured with a standing ovation in the Canadian Parliament. In front of smiling Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, and the full complement of MPs, government and opposition, 98-year-old Yaroslav Hunka, a Ukrainian living in Canada, formerly of the Waffen-SS, was hailed as a hero for fighting Russians in World War II. For those who have forgotten or never learned or who are in the business of rewriting history to suit the present agenda, it's worth pointing out the Russians were Canada's allies in World War II. They were ours as well, the USA's, of all of us. The Nazis, men like Hunka, were our enemy. Men and boys, women and girls, all bled out in the face of them. The Waffen-SS were the worst of the worst. On Juno Beach in Normandy in 1944, Canadian men and boys fought other soldiers of the Waffen-SS and paid a dreadful price. Per head of population, few nations were as badly hurt in World War II, bled as heavily in defiance of Nazism as Canada. Okay, you guys can stop that. But now her parliament honours the Nazi. I want to just uh, talk about this for a minute, and then I'm going to play um, Justin Trudeau's excuse on this. Um... So can you explain to me why Zelensky is going and speaking to all these parliaments? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Zelensky is a um, Kazarian Mafian Jew, which means he's not true. It's a, it's a title that they took um, under, it was the czar who was fighting them, the Russian czar, and he gave them, when they finally defeated the Kazarians, they gave them a choice of, of, to pacify them, to give them a choice of choosing a religion. So they chose Jews, Jews Jewish. 
but they're not true. They are actually based on the Talmud, Mm -hmm. which is a Babylonian text, which is not Christian. Mm -hmm. So you've seen the infiltration of this, and this is literally the origins of the bloodline of where Hitler comes from. Mm -hmm. So what you're seeing here, really before our very eyes, in all of these other things, you're seeing the exposing, though they don't wear the same colors, their flag, rather than being the swastika, is the LGBTQ AI plus pedophile flag. Mm -hmm. That's the flag marking the rise of the Fourth Reich. And this is the, 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 so these people are plural and they've used gender as a way to completely destroy and upend the culture because in the end of the day, two major things are in play. One, we have Satanism and we have inversion, which Mm. is to keep the people in a perpetual state of confusion, Mm -hmm. which makes them weak and easily to conquer. Mm. So we're seeing before our very eyes a root of this, which I'm sure someone's going to have a flip out on this, but that's okay. It's your, your leadership is not, is your leadership is fake Jewish. Mm. It's, it's Talmud. I mean, and, and it's, that's not even Christian. And their, their root of that is satanic. It's Balmut. It's Babylon. So they've moved that forward into the world and they've created a protected class because of this, of all of the concentration camps in Germany. It's, it's so strange to me. This guy is a literal SS Nazi, yes. but he's Ukrainian Nazi. And it, and, and, and Zelensky obviously is taking this moment to spiritually honor this man in some sort of occultic, it is. Um, uh, like, I don't know what you call it, like ritual. Well, this is, you're exactly right. This is an occult war of the spiritual. Well, Ukrainians are incredibly cultic. Cult, oh, very, they, well, they, they, that's where the original, when he talks about the that's SS, where the, originally, the original Nazis Well, he's came. Ukrainian Nazi SS. That's what he right. is. That's, yeah. And that's where the they strength the of, they are the worst. That's They're where, very oh, violent. Extremely violent. So Worse than my Viking ancestors. Oh, <laughs> they, they're, because they're more, they have no rules and they have no limits. Mm. Right. Yeah, that, no, that's crazy. I want you guys to scroll down if you wouldn't mind to Justin Trudeau's Great excuse that it was Russian propaganda. Oh, really? Gonna hear this? Yeah, this is it's okay. Ready, Michelle? One, two, three, go. Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened. Uh, the speaker speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologized. Uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and, by extension, to all Canadians. I think particularly of Jewish MPs and all members of the Jewish community across the country who are uh, celebrating Yom, or commemorating Yom Kippur today. Uh, I think it's going to be really important that all of us push back against Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation, and continue our steadfast <laughs> and unequivocal support for Ukraine. Come on! This is, this is their number. If, last week, and people, if you're buying this, I hope you're not. To stand what? How can he say that with a straight face? Okay, you can, you can stop him. What do you mean? It's really important that we push back against Russian propaganda. I'm sorry that we honored well, a know, this, Jewish, a, a Nazi, and we've got a Jewish guy, Zelensky, who's telling us that, and, and it was the, the guys who was honored, his daughter, had tweeted out that she, that her, she was so proud that her dad was set to um, meet with Zelensky and Trudeau. So it was all planned. You don't you vet everyone. You know that he is a Russian SS or a uh, Ukrainian SS Nazi. You know these things. Right. So what, what you've is, just witnessed there is the use man. of trigger words. Yeah. See, so you've got a whole class of people. Yeah. And we're going to just for the general sense of it, the core class of that are yeah. the LGBTQAI uh-huh. plus community. And that community, along with others mm-hmm. who have been deeply indoctrinated in the system, still are held locked mm-hmm. tight in the matrix. When he says those, they, they don't hear anything else. What they mm-hmm. hear is push back against Russian propaganda. And yeah. immediately, everything he said before then, your mind erases. 
and the intensity. I mean, if you remember the toilet paper push, you know, mm-hmm. I'm getting toilet paper. I still don't know how they managed to do that, but that was a trigger test mm-hmm. for going forward for all the things they're doing now. They were looking at the power of influencing the masses using that demonstration model for the whole world to see, to basically say, we can, we can, and we will. Um, oh, let's see what's this. Hold it. This is just breaking. On, this comes from Nikki. The Canadian government announces that all online streaming services that offer podcasts must formally register with their government to permit regulatory c- controls. Huh? Yeah, we covered that right at the beginning of the show. Yeah, you, but it's gone to all platforms now. I thought you said yeah. just YouTube. No, 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 no. Okay, my mistake. Yeah. Okay. It, it, they were they were deciding which one it was going to be, but it was basically all podcasters. Okay, I missed them. Okay, no yeah. problem. But no, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's craziness. And, and then you know what else they're doing with this... Um, they want to control the narrative, Nikki, to your point of uh, putting putting that out there. They want to control the narrative. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to shut you down at any time. And if if they say something that is wrong, they want to expunge it for the record. So if you bring up this next clip, they're actually a um, they 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 brought a motion to expunge from the parliament record that this man was honored. Now what that does is it erases history that they honored in that. Yes, correct. And the, the occult, in their way, that's eternal. And so they've already, and within their circles, he has been awarded. And now, remember, there's always this other thing, We too. did nothing wrong. What are you talking about? Right. And part of it, this is part of the initiation ritual. You have to go through a form of humiliation. Mm. So as you gain power in their system, you have mm-hmm. to be humiliated. Okay. So in part of what you're seeing now is because it's very fast. So we typically this occurs over time, mm-hmm. but you see him raised up, raise it up, and then he has to be humiliated. Okay. Which means this person is getting enormous power within the network. Really? Yeah, that's what you're seeing. Wow, I'm glad we got Scott on this. Let's, can we just play this? Because I, I, I want you to hear the nays. That at first I wasn't, I wasn't sure about it, but the, those who are saying no are the ones who are saying I want Canada to go on record that we honored a Nazi. Right. Okay, let's play this clip. I would like to ask for unanimous consent to adopt the following motion. That notwithstanding any standing order, special order, or usual practice of the House, the recognition made by the Speaker of the House of an individual present in the galleries during the joint address to Parliament by His Excellency Volodymyr Zelensky be struck from the appendix of the House of Commons debates of Thursday, September 21st, 2023, and from any House multimedia recording. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Okay, this is really... Yes, uh, I guess we have to go to the... uh, We'll ask about unanimous consent, then go to it. Uh, All those opposed to the Honourable Ministers moving the motion will please say nay. We don't don't have unanimous consent. Okay, so what we're also seeing here, which is interesting, in my opinion, but from what I've been studying here, we're seeing the establishment of the invisible government right now, mm. because they're going. They bring them to the public face. Mm-hmm. They go through their ritual of a, of a celebration. Mm-hmm. Then, they are then stripped of their public face of yeah. humili- humiliation, and now they're established in power behind the scenes. Yeah, it's no, really- you're absolutely right. Um, speaking of power behind the scenes, um, my friend Catherine. We're not going to play the whole thing, Catherine. I'll send you the link. Could you bring up? You scroll down and bring up the YouTube uh, video, uh, Unforgivable, here with uh, Neil Oliver. Oh, is this one? Oh, yeah. Um, right here. Yeah, yeah. So my friend Catherine asked me, "Can we play the whole 
uh, he has two or three monologues that are really good every week. We're not going to play the whole thing, but I like how he begins here about the darkness and what is done in darkness. So if you open it up and hit that YouTube, Michelle, are you ready? One, two, three, go. I would say that evil grows, first of all, uh, in the darkness. And that sometimes that's the literal dark of shadows and nighttime and, I don't know, windowless rooms. But uh, it's, it's also the darkness of ignorance. And you might say the darkness of forgetting. But to be honest, that's to put a positive spin on it that I'm not sure it deserves. What just happened in the Canadian Parliament was that a 98-year-old man called Yaroslav Hunka, a man who fought for the Waffen-SS, the most feared and evil part of the Nazi war machine. He, he He fought for the Nazis and therefore against the Allies, meaning against Canada against the United States of America, against Britain, against France, the whole lot during World War II. But Hunka was introduced as a soldier and as a hero who had fought against the Russians. He was to be celebrated for having fought the Russians in World War II. We fought alongside the Russians in World War II, as did Canada and the United States of America and all the Allies, the Allied powers. Canada took a disproportionately heavy hit in World War II. Thousands and thousands of her soldiers were killed fighting Nazis. On the beach at Juneau, the, the, the Normandy beach that was the, that was the, that was the uh, objective of the Canadian element of the, of the landings on, on Normandy. And they came up against the Waffen-SS, which was in part why they, they took such a, a, a terrible hit on that day and many days thereafter. And in terms of per head of population, Canada was among the most hurt by the war, the most hurt by fighting Nazis. But there, in that parliament, Honka was given a standing ovation in front of the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, in front of the Ukrainian President, Volodymyr Zelensky, who saluted Honka with an upraised fist. Mm. Um, And he was given that ovation by the entire parliament, to a man, to a woman, government and opposition. But you watch it open-mouthed, really, and Trudeau, uh, for whom I lack the words adequately describe his despicable nature, Trudeau has said it was, quote, extremely upsetting. I'll have words. And he has, well, let's say, allowed the Speaker of the House, Anthony Rota, to take the blame. So it was all down to him. Huh? As Humiliation, though Humiliation. that which happens in front of the entire House of Commons in the Canadian Parliament isn't checked with the Prime Minister's office, that nothing moves in that space without the Prime Minister and his office being forewarned of it and having to give it the OK. But uh, Trudeau has said, I, I mean, it's unbelievable, he has said it was embarrassing for all Canadians, <laughs> thereby somehow spreading the blame. <laughs> to every citizen of his country. Typical, yeah. Including, obviously, descendants of veterans of the war who bled and died fighting Nazis 
And their Prime Minister is inviting them now to share the blame for the celebration and, and standing ovation that was given to a Nazi in that place. Trudeau even had the gall, he even had the gall to note that it happened on the eve of Yom Kippur, which is in the in the Jewish calendar it's it's the holiest of holy days. Uh, there, there is no there is no day that means more in the Jewish calendar than Yom Kippur, uh, and and you wonder, surely that's a one in three hundred and sixty five chance that such an abhorrence would happen on the eve of Yom Kippur, and then somehow Trudeau segued into the need to fight Russian propaganda and misinformation. Yeah, right. He didn't even draw breath. He <laughs> didn't draw breath. You, you know. Was he implying that the SS nanogenarian, a, a literal Nazi, was given a standing ovation by the entire Canadian Parliament as a consequence of Russian propaganda? I, I mean, how, how exactly are the Russians supposed to be implicated in the events that unfolded in so, that place? Those on are that the trigger day? words. The point is about, at best, at best, at best, ignorance. Mm. Yeah. Darkness is ignorance. Is it, is it possible that all those parliamentarians had forgotten or, or somehow never knew that Canada and the rest of the Allies were on the same side as the Russians in World War II and, and fighting against Nazis like Yaroslav Hunka? Yeah, you only learn that, that in second possible? grade. Right. I have to ask the question. Well, used to, used to. Because that would appear to well, be... they all would have known in second grade. We are being expected to accept as the explanation for that tableau. And here's the thing, I mean, whoever invited the Nazi, whoever knew in advance who and what Yaroslav Hunka was and is, uh, yeah, whoever met with him in advance background. of the audience in the House of Commons, and let's imagine he was met and, you know, given a wee cup of tea and a biscuit somewhere <laughs> in an antechamber before he was, you know, trotted out into the audience. Whoever thought it's a good idea. I mean, set that aside for a moment. You know, let, let, let's just, you know, that's, that's what happened. But the fact remains that in front of all, and thereby in front of the world, that old man was held up as a hero for fighting against the Red Army in World War II. The Red Army, which, by orders of magnitude, bled more blood to defeat the Nazi war machine than anybody else, than everybody else combined. 20-odd million dead... The, the Red Army sacrificed in order to beat the Nazis. This is a wrong of infinite proportions, what, what we've been invited to witness in Canada. And Trudeau should be gone as a result. He should have just fallen on his sword there and then, along with his government. And I would say that every member of the opposition who stood and clapped should be marked as unfit ever to hold office in Canada. Mm. That would be my assessment of what we've just watched. What happened that day is unforgivable and must be unforgettable as well. Okay, Make you, can, a you note. can stop it. You can stop it. But here's the rub. Here we go. Uh, okay, so this, this is really pretty amazing. We're watching historically. It's like a cult ritual, it right? And it's take it's this seizing of power. Mm. So our governments are captured. Okay. And you've had they've been installing all these people from the WEF. Mm -hmm. It's not the WEF, folks. This is the Fourth Reich. 
the World okay. Economic Forum. World Economic Forum. We is, don't actually use it like that. Hey, the WEF. That's a new. We don't actually. We usually say okay. WEF. Okay. Sorry. The yeah. WEF. Okay, got gotcha. you. Okay, so the World Economic Forum is just the face of the greater part of this, which is the Nazi takeover. This is right. the Fourth Reich. So you, if you, for just quick context, for if for whoever is listening that doesn't see that rise, you have to go back to Operation Paperclip. Mm-hmm. The transfer of Nazis. I think both both nations, Mards and and resistance, are pretty equal on this. Yeah. But still, that that's your origins. Mm-hmm. And understand that when they brought these Nazis over, they were left here unfettered and at least to do whatever they wanted to oh, do. Oh, anything. Yeah. Anything. So what you're now seeing is the culmination and the securing of power in these governments. And like I said, these are all occult based. Mm-hmm. You have to have a humiliation ritual. Yeah. To you give them power, humiliate them in public, and then they gain more power. So each of these people, the speaker has got to have has something going on, the speaker that's going to gain power from this. And so in this, they've been he's taking the fall, right? Yes. But every sing, you saw everybody stand. Now here, yeah. here's what I love about Neil Oliver. I love his I truly love his accent. His, his, oh, <laughs> that's good. He does have a great one. I love it. His Scottish accent I love is it. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and and he does fantastic narratives. Oh, amazing! And they're just top notch. Here's what I add you to this: go toe to toe with Scott on those. Uh, well, and, and this is the only thing I add to Neil, and I, and I don't fault him because I think his audience is where they are at this. Yeah, so he's meeting his audience where they are. He's also meeting GB News where they are. Correct, fair enough. <laughs> but the reality is, what he's not saying. You can is, see what he's not saying. Right, you can see it. It's pretty obvious. These governments are all captured. Yeah. Right, and it's not. He's trying to get people to realize and wake up from this matrix of insanity. Of he's people like, like, can you see? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, hey, mouthing yo. it. He's like trying to mouth it so, right. that it's not, so it doesn't get caught up in the YouTube algorithm. Exactly. Like, help me sign. So or- he's, he's kind of talking about this from a stance of perplexion. It's like, I, I can't possibly believe when it's like mm-hmm. more the reflection of this is, can't you see this? Yeah. Literally. I mean, can't you realize what's exactly. going on? Right? Yeah. No. And I. I think that on a visceral level, he understands what you're talking about, it being a, um, a cultic um, ritual. Like, mm-hmm. he, he said they all got to be gone. The, who, who knew? They all knew. The, everybody knows. So Zelensky bringing up this guy on the eve of Yom Kippur, these Kazarian, what do you call them? Kazarian mafias. Kazarian mafias. Yeah. It's so all it's also cult. the Askenazi Jews. Okay. So the two, because interestingly, just real quick, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., called that out and he got he was hammered about? by it. Is that because, what he was talking about? Yes, that's what he's talking about. That's interesting. So what's very what's very crazy about this is that the front of Zelensky being Jew mm-hmm. shows that he's a Nazi. Exactly. He is a Nazi. He's legit a Nazi. And so what better? You, don't you think the devil got a little smarter? Oh, yeah. You know, if I want to take out the Jews, why don't I put up a pretend one to go take them out? Yeah, you know, or if I want to go take, if I want to be a Nazi, why don't I put up a, a, a fake anti-Nazi or, or a person that could never be a Nazi? Well, here, here's Does that make sense? Like, in, that's what I'm trying to say. Zelensky could never be a Nazi because he's Jewish. Right, exactly. And this is so, if, let's put it like this. And I'm just going to go a little different route here. Yeah. It's the book of Hebrews. Mm. I just want to say this. It's yeah. the book of Hebrews. Right. Okay. I, yeah. I can leave that there. Yeah. Let, let that just kind of marinate in your head a little bit yeah no that's that's really good new testament book of hebrews so yeah this particular canadian satanic ritual that we just watched of this 98 year old guy almost 100 years old it was almost like they had to honor him in some way like to keep satan keeps trying to like you know keep keep these 
people in the cult to keep doing these rituals because they're they're losing power. So that it's like you said, a humiliation ritual. Uh, it, they'll sweep it under the rug for you, mm-hmm. right? So you you go through the humiliation humiliation ritual. The speaker of the house. We're going to blame this guy. Then we're going to blame all Canadians. And then we're going to say blame Russian propaganda. Right. Uh, like none of this. This is what they did with COVID. It's like. You, you can't process them. It's like you want them just to come and, and say what what they're doing, but they don't. And that's why we do our shows, because mm-hmm. we have to recognize you have to pray for discernment. We all need to get filled with the Holy Ghost and ask for the gift of discernment because you have to discern these things. Right. Mm-hmm. Because these the, the words you can't listen to their words. They on the one side, Justin Trudeau called the um, the happy go lucky party anti lockdown protest that they had in the dead of winter with these Canadians at like. 30 below zero. Um, in, in Which city were they in, Michelle? Was it Toronto? Or what were they locked? Which, where were they protesting at with the, um, with the, the, the convoy? Oh, in the convoy? The it was convoy. Ontario. Okay. So where, where the lockdown was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no more clips. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. We're just laughing. No, no, Michelle's so tired. She's got her head down her desk. Like, okay, it's cool. Michelle's in the producer role today. <laughs> yeah, so she's doing great. She's trying to get you a little sleep since we were all up till four in the morning doing yeah. great work for the heaven. For the yes, awesomeness. So yeah, um, Trudeau came out and called everybody who participated in the lockdown a Nazi. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is the reflection technique that. They and then they to... praise a Nazi. Right there, you go. So yeah, that's so awesome. Wait, that's, what? that's a great one. This is this is the jumbling inversion that they constantly do and the reflection. So mm-hmm. here you have a guy that he's now proclaimed as a war hero because he fought against the Russians. Mm-hmm. Trigger word. Yeah. You have Nazi, which is redirected to point to the patriots in Canada, yeah. which are the truckers. So then when <clears throat> finally when they get this thing that comes up here, kind of an interesting cascade, <clears throat> if they can get this bill passed where they can erase from the parliament log, everything that has to do with the Nazi, mm-hmm. that means they can erase everything that had to do with the truckers and their yes. bills passed. They can yeah. go right back in history and start erasing stuff. Yes, they can do it. And that's going now. We're going to pivot here to our last story of the day because I'm keeping you guys um, uh, for a two hour show. Sometimes we go two and a half, three hours on our Sunday show because I got so much to pack in. But um, <laughs> this week, if you guys don't know who Lawrence Fox is, he's a comedian, he's an actor, and he. Um, he became a politician in the UK and he had a program on GB news and he was making fun of a woke reporter and he uses, he used the word shag and he said, no one would want to sleep with her. Now he was on a show, Daniel Wooten, I believe. And he, I guess Daniel Wooten dared laugh at said joke. And now Daniel Wooten is fired and Lawrence Fox is fired and because Calvin Robinson tweeted out, um, I support Lawrence Fox, and Lawrence Fox had to fall on his sword, apologize. The, the, the things in the UK that are so important, these people are so perverted. The, the, the people in the UK, watch, don't watch UK television. My mom wouldn't let me watch anything. The BBC, like television shows, like the, the comedy sketches on PBS, you couldn't watch them. They're so perverted. They have so many sexual jokes. So he comes on and says no one would sleep with her. He loses his, his job. He, lo- he loses his voice. And he has to, it was so insensitive. Now, now, listen, I don't think you should necessarily say that kind of joke, but that wasn't 
that was a joke and it wasn't a bad joke. It was it was a mediocre PG joke. Okay. And and, and you and, and you have three great, amazing hosts who are standing up against the, the woke, woke mob fired from um, fired over this. And and, and the, these feminazis is what I call them. You dare not mess with them. You have no idea what what you're going to step into when you get into into their into their crosshairs. And I would say this though, um, staying on the holy and pure and true and righteous route is usually the best way to go, Lawrence Fox. So that's probably not something you want to joke about. But it was not worth firing over. It's not like firing over is having an affair, sexual harassment, those kind of things. I get it. But I do have a clip up of um, Calvin Robinson to let you guys know. Uh, this sweet man who is, he is single, he is celibate. And before this, before he came on the front, when I was covering UK news, you weren't allowed to say in the UK that marriage is between a man and a woman. Interesting. And they would make fun of you. And he rose, he just shot up. And because he's so eloquent, he makes the religious Christian argument for marriage between a man and a woman. And that's, and sometimes you just need the the proper wording for if we're to have the weight behind it. And he has so much weight behind what he says that he is quite a danger. And he he's a well spoken man. He has a a black man, and he's a Christian. And putting that all together, he is uh, probably the, one of the major threats in the UK to the satanic cult. But he's also rising people up to Christianity. They're wanting to join his kind of Christianity. That's they're fantastic. leaving the Ang- Anglican Church, and they want to, and they're saying, "Well, whatever kind of Christianity you have, that's what I want." That's awesome. And so I got this clip of what, that went viral back in March of him explaining um, like genders and marriage. So let's um, um, play this clip, you guys. Would mind? Michelle, you with me? All right, are you ready for the Calvin Robinson clip? Ready? One, two, three, go. This was given by Reverend Calvin Robinson. We are directly talking about undermining God's plan as he has revealed it to us. We're replacing his authority with our own. If marriage is no longer between one man and one woman, are we open to the idea of polygamy? We disregard the heterosexual aspect, so why not the monogamous aspect too? If love is love, as we keep hearing, who is to say that three men loving each other is not more love than two men loving each other? And I'm sure someone in this Chamber has echoed the words love is love tonight, and this is not about love being love. This is about marriage, the sacrament of holy matrimony. It is directly connected to love, but it's not the definition of love. Too many people utter those words and confuse the meaning of love. Agape, the biblical context of love, is a divine love. It's a sacrificial love. It's not lustful. People often conflate sex with love. It's very disingenuous. We've heard quite a bit of that. But then, of course, atheists often pirate the words God is love. And we've heard that one tonight too. Again, without any understanding. Yes, God is love. But he sets the terms, not us. Another one we've heard plenty of is inclusivity. Should the church be more inclusive? Again, it's a play of words. It's it's virtue signaling. It's to appear good rather than to be good. The church should absolutely be inclusive. Christ spent time with tax collectors and prostitutes, but it is they who went away changed, not Christ. We are fallen, therefore we are all sinners. The church is open to sinners, of course it is, that's the purpose of the church. But it should not be to encourage people to continue to sin. Our duty as clerics is to help lead people to Christ, 
to lead them away from sin, not to embrace it, not to affirm it. I know many LGBT people who live lives in Christ. They abstain from sexual gratification to be closer to God, and it's not easy, it really isn't. It's perhaps not fair, but it is right and it is good. And these people are being let down. I've had people crying, saying, I could have got married, but I did what the church taught me was right, and now the church is saying they were wrong all along. I've wasted my life. As Christians, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. In the secular world, we already have equality in law. People can enter civil partnerships or even gay marriage outside of the church, and that's their prerogative. However, the faith is inherently discriminatory. God is discriminatory. He sets conditions on us entering his heavenly kingdom. It is not a free-for-all. We must turn away from sin, repent, and follow Christ. And I want to specify, it is the sin that is the problem, not the sinner. Every single person is loved by God, and God forgives all of us of our depravity. But we have to turn away from our sins and turn toward him. And it seems the panel opposite me has forgotten to separate the sin from the sinner. One can denounce sin while still welcoming the sinner. So as I wrap up, my message to the proposing side is do not lead us astray. Do not lead people astray. Do not be the wolves in sheep's clothing. Do not be the false teachers that the Bible warns us about. Remember your obligation to defend the faith. Stop teaching about diversity, inclusion, and equality, and get back to teaching about redemption and salvation. This is spiritual neglect. Help people by telling them the truth. Be kind to people by supporting them through those struggles and reminding them that Christ suffers with them. And be compassionate by leading them to Christ when the world tries to lead them away from him. The church is imploding and the faithful masses have stopped turning up on Sundays and we are seeing the most rapid decline of Christianity in this country that we may have ever seen. Do not accelerate it with heresy. You do not have the authority to bless sin. When I hear the Bishop of London on record saying these new prayers will mean priests can bless same-sex relationships, some of which may be sexual in nature, I hear the devil at work. Bishops are promoting the idea of sacramental sodomy. Let them be anathema, repent. And to the rest of you, I have no doubt that some of you will consider me a bigot or a transphobe or a homophobe, but I am neither of those things, none of those things. I am simply a follower of Christ, a Christian. Amen. And we are naturally countercultural. And if so-called liberals were truly diverse and tolerant, they would embrace us just as they embrace everyone else. And the point has been made, but the growing Christophobic attitude around this public debate and the ugly level of, of hypocrisy is that we really see people hold Muslims and people of other faiths to the same expectations mm. that they hold Christians to. Who is calling for the Quran to be updated to modern societal norms? Mm. The same patronizing attitude of people of other, that treat mm. other faiths, patronize other faiths while being intolerant towards Christians at the same mm. time. It's a shame, but in the words of St. Athanasius of Alexandria, if the world is against the truth, then I am against the world. Oh, this is so good. Yeah, and that that's, for me, that's the real reason why he is suspended from GB News. He says, woke culture is unforgiving. There is no contrition, no repentance, no forgiveness, no absolution. They live in a state of victimhood because, victimhood because it gives them power. They paint themselves as oppressed while they persecute others. Forgiveness is the path to holiness, Matthew 6, 14. It's just fantastic. You know, and this is the core of this, and he said something in there that struck me. He said that the church in England is collapsing. Oh, absolutely. Amen. Yeah. and Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, the Anglican church, UK, for better, for worse, had Christianity as its 
central tenants, and we have a lot of UK viewers. We at one point on YouTube, sixty percent of our viewers were uh, UK men over fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're covering Brexit. And they appreciate it. The traditionalists and the conservatives appreciate their Christian roots mm-hmm. and, a, and and want to be a Christian nation. They actually do want it. And they don't they don't need a separation of church and state. No. They, but what what has happened is because it's so ingrained in their law that the devil has decided to just attack the institute itself. And now you've got the Anglican saying Anglican church saying, well, let's just get rid of the Our Father, because that's not gender inclusive. It, it's all, all this is a backdoor. To, and again, he pointed out something. No one's asking for the update of the Quran. <laughs> Everyone's asking for an update of progressive Bibles. Yep. So right. it, it goes back to that, that which they attack is that which they fear the most. Yeah. And they fear this because they know the truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth is what they want to keep people from. The, the truth is that, one, this is a spiritual war, truth, a true war against good and evil, a war rooted in the, from the time of creation from Adam and Eve and, and the serpent. Mm-hmm. And we truly are in a war now of truly God versus darkness and the devil. So yeah. these the armies of light, the, army, the armies of, of Jesus versus the army. I don't like using the light thing. The armies of yeah. Jesus versus yeah. the armies of Satan. No, I like that too. But he did win something this week. Um, he was, uh, he's, he's suspended. Hopefully he gets go back. I just love his, his monologues too every weekend. But he attended a rally where um, they were opposing a drag queen story hour. Mm-hmm. And so he had he was on the board of the Royal Academy of Dance, a subcommittee there, and he was fired for attending that rally. Well, he actually won an out-of-court settlement, 8,000 uh, pounds, but he won it. And I, I feel like there, there was some a little bit of a redemption there. He was awarded 8,000 pounds after the Royal Academy of Dance removed him from its education sub- subcommittee for protesting against what he believed to be the sexualization of minors. It came after he attended a rally organized by conservative group Turning Point UK against the show starring drag queen That Girl being held at a pub in South London earlier this year. The protest turned into a violent clash with LGBT activists. Mr. Robertson reported on the protest on his Calvin's Common Sense crusade on GB News. Tim Arthur, Arthur, chief executive of the Academy and Trustees, wrote to tell Robinson he was being thrown off the committee, adding, we cannot condone the way in which you have chosen to express your views. Former teacher Mr. Robinson, a deacon of the Free Church of England, took legal action supported by the Christian Legal Center claiming harassment and discrimination on the grounds of his Christian beliefs. And the Royal Academy of Dance settled last week before the case reached court. He told the Daily Mail on Sunday, I am pleased that the bullies did not win and that they have learnt you cannot push people out for holding traditional views. It is sad to see that, on the other hand, they insist on pushing these toxic ideologies on young people and, on the other hand, call themselves inclusive while excluding anyone with traditionally British views. Say a man can become a woman and invade women's protected spaces and you'll be encouraged. Say you are against the sexualization of children and you'll be fired from their organization. There you go. Yeah, there you go. And and all of this is happening while while you are, and I'd like to to round this off and bring this back to Bards Fest. And, And what was on your heart when you decided... I, I got to do this Bards Fest and it's going to be about Operation Underground Railroad. And and you brought a bunch of speakers together. What what was your theme when you were putting these speakers together? Like I, I kept trying to put a name to it and like I couldn't ever do it. So it's interesting because this has been kind of an evolving thing from Bards Fest in Yuba City this year mm-hmm. and into this. And there's a couple of key influences. Um, before we 
we were definitely clear in Yuba City that we needed to bring in the warrior class. So mm-hmm. it was raising up the warrior heart in Christ. Mm-hmm. When we got to Bard's Fest in uh, Fredonia, or not Fredonia, Flemingsburg, mm-hmm. you gave the word, which was preparing the saints for the work in the ministry. Yes. And that now bridged into a commission that God put on my heart, which we accept. I accepted and many in Bar's Nation accepted many, many, which was called Operation Vineyard, mm-hmm. which is now putting the focus on uh, rescuing, healing, and restoring the children. Yes. So that's kind of the shaping as we went into this. And with this, it was the, it was literally, I would say it took life yeah. in the Holy Spirit when we got there. Yeah. Because we, we, we prayed on every speaker. Mm-hmm. We had um, we had moments there that were unexpected, mm-hmm. and in all, we what the biggest thing we did is we just kind of followed as God led because yeah. we all worked together for that uh-huh. speaker list, and then we trusted in Him as we simply let yeah. things move, and we even adapted as we moved yes. to find the greater perfection in all things there, and exploded from that, mm-hmm. which was the Holy Spirit within there. And I just want to add this thing: this is really important, and one of the reasons. Being in Flemingsburg was so important. When you take a venue, many of you may not know this, but when you have a venue, you're mainly, very frequently, you have time limits. Yes. So you you have to shut down at a specific hour. That's what happened in Bar's Fest 1. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not so much in uh, in Yuba City, there, mm-hmm. because Dave Bryan is just, he's awesome as a, as a pastor in his facility, but they still kind of get to the edge of the, to that mm-hmm. edge. However, to the fairness, once people got the energy of Bards Fest in mm-hmm. Yuba City, they're like, however long you want to go. But what was incredible about this venue is no one cared how long you went. Yeah. So we were able to run with that power of the Holy Spirit and pick it up and run with it and start as we had already scheduled ministry, but let the ministry flow. Yeah. We were going to two and three every morning mm-hmm. and it was just incredible. And then back up at six, thanks yeah. to Pete Chambers and, and Corey Terry with their Reveille. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I want to go back just real quick because um, we have a couple good, uh, really great viewers from the UK. Barry is one of them and he gives us commentary. Uh, he said, the problem with the Anglican Church is the current Archbishop of Canterbury. He is a woke idiot who is destroying the Anglican Church uh, the sooner he is sacked, the better. Uh, Leah and Michelle, even I, who is your resident pagan and atheist, actually, he believes in God, and he, I would say. But no, he's great. Uh, he lives off the grid, actually, in Wales. He's really okay. great. Uh, cool. Actually listens and takes seriously this clergyman, Calvin Robinson. He should not have been sacked. He is not a typical reverend or cleric, and he talks sense like you girls. So um, he really so does. I, I want to add something to this because there's something kind of wildly crazy that just happened in, just happened today. Mm-hmm. has to do with Bar's Nation. Yeah. So we have two, we had a prophetic word on this today mm-hmm. too. So we have D. Trotman and J.C. UK, who are mm-hmm. followers on Bart's Nation, mm-hmm. and they both live in England. Mm-hmm. And by virtue of just their schedules and praying, God suddenly mm-hmm. put them together. Wow. Okay, so D. Trotman has, in the word that we were given today, she has a garden ministry. Oh, awesome. And get this, J.C. UK is a sailor. And so she has been given the, we, today, we, the prophetic word is that she will be the, the um, what do we use, Michelle? It was uh, the apostle, the mm-hmm. apostle to spread the word. And I say this because I want people to hear this really clearly. When I just made the comment, the good that the church is falling, it's, I don't mean it in a, in a nasty way. Yeah. We're seeing the collapse of the corrupted church and we're seeing the true church of Jesus, which this, he's a reverend, right? Reverend Calvin. Reverend, yeah. reverend Calvin. He's representing. Mm-hmm. So it's truly the body of Christ rising up. And so you're getting outside of your traditional stone mm-hmm. walls, which are literally stone walls in England. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're raising up in this great body of Christ to where that religion, and I'm going to bet your follower who claims, and I'm just going to speak to you, and I can tell you this is a word for you, 
you're hearing this message as an atheist because you're not hearing the confinement of God within the walls. You're hearing the freedom of Jesus and the way the Lord works within the world because his message is freed from the imprisonment of the church. Yeah, no, that's really good. Uh, we've got some uh, a comment here. Calvin Robinson, Kingdom Warrior, 5799. Calvin Robinson is a threat to the religious institution, fraud and infiltration. He sees through most of the fraud and won't play ball. He also said about Trudeau up there, 100% trigger words. MK altered sheep only hear Russian propaganda, and then they think of Trump 100%. Um, he, the Canadian Parliament doesn't always publicly worship Nazis, but when they do, they make sure to focus on fighting Russian propaganda. Wonderful. Yeah. That's really good. Um, I love you guys so much. I think that this, this is the, the the end of our show today. I know it was a, it started a little bit late, so many many people probably thought, ah, they're not having a show. Um, oh, we're going to do some advertisements before we go. All right, yeah. remember to visit our buddies over at ITM Trading. You guys, we're getting ready to. I had a, I had a phone call with a friend of mine who said, um, Leah, I'm looking to actually maybe talk to Scott about participating in the land purchase in Flemingsburg. I'm getting gold and silver uh, land purchases, getting our money out of the bank, out of the Babylonian system and into something that will not crash, but will last. That was good. I just made that up. Oh, um, yeah. Nice. So you, if you guys have a, a 401k, did I say that right? Is it 401k? Four, 401k. Yeah. I get every time 401k. If you have um, a savings retirement account, if you have more money in the bank than I do, um, <laughs> cash wise hey, because I, t- I, I don't keep it in the bank right um, but if you do and you don't know what to do with it and you want to diversify what I love about ITM trading is that they will help you create a plan it's not just hey call give me some gold and silver no they will help you create an action plan they actually say hey what do you want to do about land what do you want to do about um, growing food let's make sure that you have enough diversified so it's a free call um, 1-8-866-950-7776. Yeah, you got that one. Yeah, yeah you're going to call them. And you can just uh, go to the website, itmtrading forward slash resistance chicks. He's got a brain like Michelle's. Also, remember, um, we have Vicky Natale's OBE. You want to toss me one of those? Forward slash chicks. Is it chicks? Yeah, it's forward. Oh, don't hit the dog. Oh, oh. schnauzers. Okay. Look, you're going to try it again? All right, we got okay. to, sorry, Vicky. It didn't right. break. And, and the glass is so strong. So, just, <laughs> hey, wait, hold on a second. What's the what's your what's your promo code for ITM trading? There's no promo code. We just have a special number and a landing page. We have uh, a special uh, number and a landing page. But if you call them, if you just go to ITM trading, it's, it's learn.itmtrading learn. forward slash dot com forward slash chicks okay okay listen she normally has it up on the computer so i just read it i never memorize it it's right there it's on oh my gosh there it is because i have it up yeah learn.itmtrading.com forward slash chicks one eight six six nine five zero seven 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 six i just don't remember it all right and then remember we've got vicky natalie's um obe that's obey 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 the organic body essentials um you guys support her if you don't put the nasty stuff on your face, on your hands, on your feet. She's got the body scrubs, um, and she also has the uh, CBD tinctures. She also has CBD tinctures for your dogs. Your dogs have arthritis. Uh, we use CBDs uh, for our dog, and it actually really helps lubricate the joints. Uh, so check her out over there. Uh, there it is. Use promo code RCORGANICBODYESSENTIALS.COM and check out the, her whole line there. And uh, you use promo code RC. And supporting us you're supporting uh, his glory with this and you're you're actually supporting a patriot business who actually prays over her um her 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 recipes and it's amazing yep. so there you have it 
All right. That's pretty much it, man. It was awesome. All right. We're going to sign this off. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth, and I have enjoyed this, it, I've, we have never had anyone come and host our world news program with us. It's fantastic. We've really had enjoyed a couple it. people so, on it, but it's great. Bars Nation, make sure we spread this around. The Resistance Chicks Sunday show is awesome, and it fills a really needed gap for a week wrap-up of news in the foreign sector. And especially since they're going to focus on the world news, which I think is so awesome. So we want to make sure, and mods, if you can make sure and post these links to their show in our Telegram. And we'll get that up there every Sunday now for people to find. Really love being here. Thank you. Yeah, and if you guys want to follow, our viewers want to follow Scott Kesterson, you're going to go to podbeanbardsfm.com and bards.fm. And you want to listen to his podcast. They are on uh, how many times a day do you show? Four? Oh, we do 18 shows a week. So we go basically three times a week and then uh, three, three times, times a, a day, day, I'm sorry, four on Thursday and uh, two on Sunday, none on Saturday. Yeah. And Unless the, I'm with the resistance chicks. And, and the I don't chat know there is so alive. And Sunday you just pray until everybody's prayer requests are answered. Yeah, so for. Sunday morning, this is really awesome. Thank you. Um, Sunday morning we get we come online. What's that? Don't forget to tell them about tonight. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let me hit tonight first. Tonight... In, in, in at in nine o'clock Eastern, which is a change, we're doing a, a pullback of the Peace Be Still show, which is going to be nine o'clock Eastern tonight. Mm -hmm. And we're having a we're going to finish up some prayer requests, which we'll talk about in a second. And then we're having the uh, Paul Cantrell and maybe Christine, Christina, Christina, Christine, Christine, Christine Cantrell, the Cantrell family on tonight. The ten beautiful, wonderful, spirit filled kids. And we're also going to launch a give, send, go for them, which we want to do. And yeah, it will be, be on Rumble and, be, and, and Facebook as well. And we're going to have, all of us are going to be on the show. This is going to be awesome. So uh, last thing is Sunday morning, which I think is probably in everything we do, which we do a lot of great stuff in Bars Nation, we are, and we really invite all of the community of Resistance Chicks over, our Resistance Nation. We do prayers every Sunday, and we do prayer requests. And we're, we're going to get a dedicated email. We don't have that up. It'll be done this week, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But you can submit prayer requests. We do this today. We did four and a half hours of mm. straight prayer requests. Wow. It's fantastic. And let me tell you, we see results. This is like God working miracles in all of this. We do pray and pray hard. It was the first time we did prayer requests. Michelle was with somebody else. So Michelle joined us today. It was fantastic. Going forward, I know there's probably a lot of questions. I know people on our side have enjoyed it a lot. I think they have too. Yeah, it's been great. So we're, we're, yeah. we're going to see what we can do. I know it's not easy to integrate by distance, but we will find some ways to integrate some shows a couple times a month maybe. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. and one more thing. Um, Scott, there's a the, the blue book on your side. I don't want to leave you guys without any, any resources. Rhonda Miller gave, um, not this one, the other one, sorry. A light blue one. Sorry, they're both, that's kind of perfectly blue. Yeah, that one's good for all things. Um, Rhonda Miller of Purple for Parents, who is the Alfred Kinsey expert right now, uh, she gave us these books. Uh, Ten Tips on How Not to Talk to Your Kids About Sex by Audrey Werner. Everybody get this book. You're going to understand the history of why the sexualization is happening in the schools. And if you prefer, and I, I think you should get both, watch this movie here. It's called Mind, The Mind Polluters. We actually watched it before. Um, that's why it's still in the plastic. I watched it online. Um, and I probably should probably should give this one away actually as a giveaway because i I've, I've seen it online this these tell the history of where how we got to where we're at right now because you cannot fix something unless you understand how it happened and how did we get to this you know that we need a million person march just to say there's two genders like that's weird yeah it's yeah crazy it's it, fantastic studies there let me do them again because i okay. want to just all right just m4 bars nation because that was you didn't see the visual 10 tips on how not to talk to your kids about sex. And that's by Audrey Werner. So that's good. And 
And it's at where? Christianbook.com Christian is where you'll find it. And then the other one is The Mind Polluters. Be careful, little eyes. Listen, so, though, I would tell you that that, that movie is going to terrify you, and you should be terrified. Yeah, and this is, we're in a war for, for the mind. And it's a war against the children, and the whole center point of the war is the oh children. Oh, my gosh. We can say, I'm going to say goodbye to Facebook. And, Michelle, will you bring up um, the song, This is a War for Our Children? Let's end with that one. So where is it? I'll find it. Yeah. Um, it's on YouTube, Michelle? This is a war. Yeah, it's on YouTube. And I think that that, let's end with that, because actually, Jimmy yeah, Jim, yeah, Jimmy Levy. Um, okay. So Jimmy. I actually was kind of, Whoa, hold on. I was proud of you guys when you, um, Played some music in, in between your prayers, and it kind of gives you. Um, it's called Jimmy Levy. This is a war. Yeah, this is a war. And we'll just we're gonna go out with this song, guys. Okay. So goodbye, and we, we'll sit we'll sit here while we watch this. This is this Let's is what's see. happening right now. Um, I love this song with with high res TV here. Okay, here we're doing it. You got it up, Michelle. Yeah. Okay, you ready? One. Okay, go. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war on tradition. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war. This is a war. This is a war that we live in through Never reveal to you that they also leave and killing you They don't tell you what the hell you agree to She's been a hurting you, don't know who leading you Keep on proceeding to follow your mind is so hollow Are you being coddled by government swallowing up everything that the media tell you Without a question or a problem All of this sheep being slaughtered They poison the water, removing the father And trusting these daughters, ignoring blue collar Keep printing the dollar and washing your sons and your daughters Ain't got any honor if I'm being honest I just ain't picking this side But I'm not a right for my freedom and die for my freedom And question the government lies A lot on my mind, it's so little time Gotta think all of us needing a sign The devil he hides and ego and pride They sell and they sell and they paying the price God won't give you more than you can handle Government should be dismantled Every politician got a scandal Prepare for the war We going to battle This is a war on religion This is a war on the children They give you the cure with the sickness This is a war on tradition This is a war on religion This is a war Falling for nothing, no way to the world that we know fall ill. This is the revelation of our generation, losing civilization. I'm determined just to liberate us with our dedication. Fuck the terminator, fuck your medication. The administration can alienate us or exterminate us. I'll just keep on praying for your salvation. You are outdated. Society becoming outrageous. Keep your house painted for the firstborn. The angel of death in its worst form. We being scorned, look out for their horns. Remember, this isn't their first war. They come and prepare, so just be aware. They do not want to hear none of your prayers. This is a war that ain't playing fair. They feed off your fear, they want and you scared. Death and despair, it's all in the air. Just be aware. You think I care? The more that you know, the more that it's clear this is a war it's this is here. a war on religion this is a war on the children they give you the cure with the sickness this is a war on tradition this is a war on religion this is a war on the children they give you the cure with the sickness this is a war this is a war home of the slave to the crickets make a sound Where's the bold and the brave? We all have to stand our ground. Home of the slave, till the crickets make a sound. Where's the bold and the brave? We all have to stand our ground. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They 
All right. Awesome. Good deal. Have a blessed day, everybody. We'll see you in a little while. We'll be back on at 9 p.m. Eastern. Until then or until the next time, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But Ow. we are here. Oh, oh no. I Hold on. We'll get it. <laughs> but we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the, men, the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, tonight, 9 p.m. Until then or until next time. Out for now. <laughs> we got it that time. All right. See you then. God bless. She kept mouthing. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face.
It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.